again, I'm chilling out right now. Okay. Super chill today. Just tired. I keep going to bed too late. <laughs> I did that thing where like the first like six or seven days of me being off, I was like super good. Went to bed fairly early. Woke up pretty. Woke up pretty early. So I could, you know, I could play games all day. But then for the last like three or four days it's just been like going to bed at two and waking up at like eight so i've got mm. been like getting no sleep and then napping in the afternoon but i haven't had a nap today so that's probably why i feel even more tired that's good though right because then you'll sleep through tonight hopefully right <laughs> i always sleep i i'm not a bad i'm not a weak sleeper i like how you've used the word weak there yeah you know rather than my language carefully <laughs> rather than bad sleeper weak sleeper okay a strong sleeper okay i think i'm trying to remember the, I, I think i have woken up in the middle of the night before but it's usually been like really bad I, ivs or illness i think that's the only two reasons i've ever had to wake up in early in the morning what's well, so you waking up because your stomach is call. disturbed uh, yeah i guess like really really bad ibs but i haven't had that in months so all good now. Okay. How are you doing then, Nick? Yeah, good. Yeah, all right, <laughs> ye. Yeah, tired but happy. Mhm. I guess. Yeah, we um. A bit fried. Sure. Too much gaming. Too much gaming. We uh we've been in a very transitional period for the house. Um, you can't see it, but there's a wardrobe next to me because we're doing the bedrooms now. <laughs> So okay. it's got to get worse before it gets better. You got to um, crack a few eggs to make an omelette, as they say. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sort of hoping with a few months of concentrated effort, we will get there. Hopefully, so good. Yeah. Um, so thank you for joining me, Jay. It's been it feels like it's been a while since we've done a pod, and we've got a lot to talk about. A lot this week. Obviously, we talk about video games whenever we record and start we're going to start with your favorite section of the show pod Uh-oh. Uh-oh. being the news because we've got a lot to talk about okay before we get there in the mid credit scene of ant-man what does hank pym show his daughter hope i almost don't want to give you the options because the question is that easy it's been a while since i've watched it so you might need to I mean, I, I feel like it's probably the wasp suit, right? More Correct. Like Correct. Yeah. I can't remember. If, I couldn't remember if he did that in the movie or if that was part of the credit scene. Do you want the other options that they've given? Yeah, go for it, yeah. An XO8 Falcon prototype, a new signal <laughs> decoy in ICBM prototype, or the last existing file of PIM particles? Oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> They're not very good other options. I that bitch do. Just funny, you you freak me out so much. You do. I don't what? know. If, did I get that from you? I don't think I did. What? I keep saying I. What I that be true a, or just a y e i like pirate I. I mean, I say me, it all the time now. Me and Will quote it a lot because it's pirates the Caribbean. Yeah, I guess maybe I did get it from you. Do you tie but... your joggers together like your little string? Sometimes. Do you think if you have a tight belt or tight waist on thing on, do you think that makes you poo more? 
<laughs> I will say it's definitely bad if you have IBS. You're not supposed you to constrict. You're not supposed to constrict your stomach if you have IBS. Okay. Oh, we've it, lost it makes connection. it worse. Oh. Okay. No, Sorry. we haven't. We're good. Yeah, I'm just, just being very still. No, 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 no. A little notification came up. Sorry. Uh, okay, fair enough. Shall we crack on then, Jay? I think it'll be a massive episode <laughs> today. I we should. Aye. I we okay. shall. Let's start with you, your new stories of the well. Well, let's start with one, and then we'll go on to basically the main topic of the show, frankly. So, um, your topic, Jay, or sorry, not your topic, your new story, Hogwarts, uh, sorry, where's this come from? Uh, company earnings oh, call gosh. from Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav has said uh, Hogwarts Legacy has sold okay this is not what he said I'm just giving you the news now okay Hogwarts Legacy has now sold 15 million copies and made over 1 billion dollars how many copies? 15 million units <laughs> sold that's kind of insane isn't it Expected to keep growing, apparently. Switch version coming in July. What a huge Yeah, I think the, the, the previous gens just came out. It was like uh, end of April, I want to say. Anyone, anyone given like a temperature check on those? Are they broken or what? I think they're all right. I think they play fine, apparently. Okay. All right. From what I've seen. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, all that marketing of people trying to shit on the game and now it's done this well i think if anything it's probably helped it more than likely it just goes to show that how uh if, if the content is good enough it will uh still sell although that's not the best uh margin for anything that's good if it makes a lot of money because venom made a lot of money and that's probably one of the shittest movies in existence so True, but it's a good thing that we've got a single-player Harry Potter game making a lot of money for future, hopefully, single-player Harry Potter games. Yeah, hopefully it means we'll get another one, and it'll be a hell of a lot better. Because yeah. while I think Hogwarts is amazing, I think it has a long way to go. Yeah. Still, if I'm honest. I think it, it didn't exactly meet expectations for a lot of people, including me. I think it was the very bare bones of what people wanted. It didn't even have bloody Quidditch in it, for God's sake ridiculous and it looks like that'll be a separate game then compared to putting it in now well they are making a quidditch game but it's a mobile game great and it's uh cartoony and for kids but um, well to be fair yeah. the original og quidditch game was kind of cartoony in style well i mean it was a <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah i know it's like original xbox game yeah that game was awesome dude yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot of old games are. That's what I'm coming to realise nowadays. You sound like me, Jay. You sound like me. I feel like a lot of people are trying to realise that PS2 and 360 was actually a bloody good time. I mean, yeah. Jay, I, do you remember the conversations we have? Because I, yes. I remember last time we had this conversation. You're like, Nick, you're too pessimistic. You're not looking at all the good games we've had in the last 10 years. Joke and the Xbox One generation was awful. Sure, sure, but like your Red Dead 2s, your last was Although, funnily two, enough, the PS4 forms. generation was amazing and it was the same generation. So it's true. Well, that's true. Xbox Arguably the best in terms of exclusives, right? Arguably. Probably. Yeah, I think um, PS4 generation was probably the best console generation we've had other than PS2. And we lived through that recently, dude. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. So, um, are you ready to move on to the next story, Jay? Are we okay to go? 
Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Jay, while we were doing our thing, um, so Jay's been off for a while. He's been gaming and stuff. He's going back to work tomorrow. While we've been doing our thing, basically, I'm, I was at work when I saw this. So, this was before I was off. I was at work and uh, boom, pops up. The kind of, fun, kind of Funny X-Cast, which is the Xbox podcast in Kind of Funny that I do listen to occasionally, sort of like every other week, um, <laughs> yeah. had Phil Spencer on. And it looks like yeah. they basically booked him to talk about the launch of Redfall like a month before even the blocking of the uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition by the CMA. I think it's the CMA. So Yeah, they booked him a while ago. Yeah, so they booked him before all this had happened. Obviously, these things have happened, i.e. the Activision Blizzard blocking, the reception that Redfall had. So this was a very interesting time for Phil Spencer to be having an interview. So anyway, so they did a sort of 30, 35-minute interview, I believe. I sent the link to Jay. I listened to it straight away because I, I was just so interested. And lo and behold, it has um, even even Maximilian has been talking about it. Um, yeah, so a like lot of people have been talking about their strategy, <laughs> what Phil Spencer has said, and it definitely sheds a lot of light on what me and Jay want to chat about. I mean, this is huge for me, and I think it's huge for Jay too in terms of what he's talked about. So obviously, it kind of, kind of like, right it kind of like changed my opinion on Xbox, like exactly, not really. Like it, it was difficult. Like my my once this whole Redfall thing happened. And I experienced it. I was like, I was so down in the dumps for like a day or two. I just, I felt like I wasted like, you know, 48 hours of my life. Like what the fuck did I just do? You know, what a waste of time. And then Phil comes out and basically apologizes. I think it's the first time in history. <laughs> and it was funny. I've always had this thing of like, I don't think I've ever had anyone say sorry to me and felt better afterwards. Sure. I know, but I feel like sorry to me isn't necessary. I think sorry is more for the person saying it than the actual person who's receiving it. I understand. Sorry is basically you saying like, I can, can I have your forgiveness? That's basically I feel sorry. Bad. Sure. Um, and the other person, if they go, well, thank you, then they, that's their way of being like, yeah, I forgive you or whatever to a degree. Hmm. Um, and this was sort of one of the first times in recent memory where I, I think to myself, Oh, that apology actually kind of like made me feel better because <laughs> it was it was kind of an apology, in a way. Um, you know, for Phil sure. took he, he the main headline is that he took he takes full responsibility for Redfall, which I don't think he should necessarily take full responsibility for. Um, I think he should take like ninety percent of it because <laughs> obviously part of the interview was him saying how he regrets not um, putting more people on it. To try and you know improve it for release, essentially. Like he, I think. Do you want me to the read the quote, is, out, Jay, from my from the IGN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm me... obviously, uh, yeah. Please. It's up to you. I don't mind, but um... I'm paraphrasing. But yeah, you might as well. Yeah, of course. So, so basically, they asked him about the initial launch of Redfall. I'll just give the whole shebang just to set it all up in case none of you guys have listened to it. So, quote: "There's nothing that's more difficult for me than disappointing the Xbox community." And just kind of watch the ex sorry, um, kind of watch the community lose confidence and be disappointed. You should I'm pretty dis be used to that, though. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm upset with myself. I kind of revisit our process. I think back to the announcement of 60 frames per second that we weren't shipping with 60 frames per second. That was our punch in the chin, rightfully, a couple of weeks ago. And while Spencer admitted that quote, 
the critical response was not what he wanted, end quote. Uh, he did say, quote, one thing I'll fight is the idea of what went wrong, end quote. Well, sorry, let's carry on. There's clearly quality and execution things we can do, but one thing I won't do is push against the creative aspirations of our teams. I'm a huge supporter of Arcane Austin. Their track record is awesome. I love a lot of the great games they've built. This is one where the team didn't hit their own internal goals when it launched. I think it's maybe a little simplistic to say, hey, if you had just delayed it three months, the core creative of the game that we would, would sorry, the core creative of the game would have delivered on something that was different to what it was. End quote. Let's just stick there for a minute. I think that's a lot. To it wouldn't digest. have been much different. It wouldn't have been much different if they delayed it a year. I honestly don't think. Yeah, agreed. agreed. I think this will be a a uh, Dead Man's Sky stroke seventy six situation where a year, two years from now, it'll probably be ready for launch. <laughs> honestly and like, that's way too long for a game jade like this you know yeah this game shouldn't have come out for a long long time but even if it did jade, i think it would have just cost too much money to just exactly the, i think uh... i think they knew that this was they obviously knew this wasn't going to be any good but they were like well at least as long as it runs okay <laughs> when it releases <laughs> should be fine but didn't even didn't even manage to do that so uh, they failed on two accounts um I mean, it's currently sitting, I think, at a fifty-five on Metacritic right now, with a, I think a two point. I think it's it's currently rated lower than seventy-six, uh, No Man's Sky, and Forspoken. I want to say as well. It's uh, it's. I think it's technically the worst rated game of this year, or Triple A. Triple A, sure. So, yeah. Um, and like you say, Jay, he uh, he then goes on to to say, you know, quote. Um, He's going to take full responsibility for launching a game that needs to be great, end quote. Yeah. Do you mind yeah, if I chip just, in? I, I don't want to ruin your flow. Let me just say one more thing. Um, I, I, I thought there's definitely, like, I think the main concern here is, like, a, a level of hypocrisy in that if you're a, a guy like that, or if you're someone who knows that a game is going to be of that quality when it comes out, it should have been scrapped years ago. Like I think they knew this thing was bad like a year and a half ago before they even announced it, and they were like, "Oh god, you guys, but really hope you guys get this ready." <laughs> they just sort of like took way too much of a chance on this thing. This thing should have been scrapped. I think the part of the reason why it wasn't is because Xbox needed a game to uh, to sell Game Pass for around this time of the year. They just needed something, and this was in the pipeline. And there's probably there's probably like five or six games in the pipeline and they probably scrapped maybe three or four of those and they should have scrapped one more because this just wasn't any good uh, but yeah but i think people are just concerned about the hypocrisy of xbox being like releasing this quality of a game for 70 quid and it's like mm, that should be i think a lot of people are saying that shouldn't even be legal like it's probably the <sighs> biggest version of like false advertising there is like it's it's like saying you know I want to buy a product from someone and there's a picture of it and it's not even close to what that picture is. Like it's like the wrong color. It's like, doesn't taste. It's not even like, let's say someone like tries to sell you a burger and it's like a regular looking burger, but you get it and it's like black and it's not even a burger. It's like fish. Like that's basically what this is. Like you've just sold me something that isn't even close to what it is. It's edible, but that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted what was on the picture kind of thing, you know? 
So, uh, but yeah, it, regardless of that, I have played it, um, and there definitely there is there is a spark there. I just don't think they managed to light it on fire necessarily. So yeah, you you go ahead, you you go and say what you need to as well. No, no, it's cool. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's there's obviously a lot to talk about, Jay. Um, Please, yeah. I'm actually I've been wanting to hear your side of it because we haven't spoken about it at all, basically. Yeah, sure, sure. So. In, I just I'm sorry. I just I'm just trying to order my thoughts so I know where to start and where to go. Um, <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? It is. Where to start? Is. Um, let, let's start, I guess, with the management of Redfall, right? So he obviously you have to listen to podcasts because I'm not going to read the whole you know transcript. But basically, he I was going to say I was like one of the things I was going to say is you might as well listen to the podcast because he you know it's kind of a bit of a revelation, honestly. Totally. It really is. Kind of insane. So basically, uh, Phil and other... And by the way, I've listened to a lot of people talk about this, so this is maybe a bit of an amalgamation. But from the sounds Mm -hmm. of it, Xbox obviously took over Bethesda, as we know, Jay. And then they essentially left them as a separate entity to get on with it to see how (laughs) they did, right? And Jay's fucking laughing, and I'm laughing, because it's like... What? You've... What? You've got all of these resources. And by the way, our knowledge, I won't speak for Jay, my knowledge of game development is nothing. I basically know nothing. But you've got all these other teams internally. You're acquiring new teams internally, which means talent, which means knowledge, which means tools, which means resources. And sometimes Mm. I would imagine that, you know, if let's say um, uh, a lead came to you and said, oh, we need some help on this or this, you go, yeah, I can put you in touch with that person and, you know, make the games better, right? But instead, they were left to basically create their own games. And it looks as though ZeniMax, the parent company at the time, basically told Arcane to create, I don't know, some sort of multiplayer game um, because, you know, they make money and we need live service games or something. Like that. That's what it looks like. And then yeah. obviously Arcane had to go make a game which they don't usually make. And I know there are arguments like, say, Obsidian and making Grounded in that. Well, you can make a great game that isn't like that. And I, yeah, I completely agree. And Respawn's a great example of that, right? That you may make a third-person mm. action game, they can make a first-person action game. But anyway, it looks as though Arcane were basically made to make this sort of game. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't. Even so, they made this game. Xbox, this now becomes part of the Xbox brand. The reason it becomes part of Xbox brand is because they do a joint showcase together and they say Starfield is exclusive. So it's not a case of me and you saying like, oh, well, you know, just because Xbox have acquired them doesn't make it. No, 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 no. They made it very clear Bethesda were part of Xbox. And that was part yeah. of the selling point, right? And as Jay has said multiple times, obviously he was excited about Redfall and it was kind of this key element of Game Pass this year was Redfall, right? So it becomes yeah. this whole thing. So then, one, you, did, you didn't talk to the company you just acquired for $6 billion. That's core leadership like, issues. 7.6. 7.6. Yeah, thanks, Jay. <laughs> like, that yeah, is core did. what the fuck. And then second, yeah. you've then got, as Jay says, when you're looking at all the games internally, um, some games might be worth canning early on. And I think Phil recognizes that by the comments he's made and that you could have gave this, gave this game two years, it still would have been shit, basically. As, as far as I'm yeah. considering it, like the creative wasn't hitting the mark. <clears throat> so this well, game probably should have been canned. Go on. From what I've heard is that this game actually... 
um, was almost... Uh, they were told to get the game out quicker, basically, just okay. so that they could uh, shift resources to another game that Arcane are currently making. Because I think right. the people who made this are Arcane Austin. Which made Prey, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah, that and then yeah. obviously Arcane is that what's the other Arcane? Is that the more French what Arcane? Yeah, made Deathloop. They're, right? they're currently making a like a supposedly a massive game coming out in about three or four years. Okay. Or so. It's been rumored that they they've shifted all their resources from Austin. Basically, all the people who are working on Redfall, most people who work on Redfall, are now working on this other game because they needed to move resources and budget or whatever. So I reckon that's even part of the reason why potentially part of the reason why Redfall isn't gonna hasn't done so well. I mean they they even part of their like whole thing with this game is they said this was this was gonna be one of the uh, game passes or potentially arcane's uh, most like looked after and uh, and constantly updated game. Like they're gonna update this game for years to come apparently. Like their whole their whole thing they even said that they like it's gonna be almost like a destiny style roadmap of like constantly adding things to the game. And I don't really see how that really makes sense <laughs> yeah i can't imagine that's going to happen I after can't. the launch right i don't know how they ever thought they were going to manage that it just sounds a bit crazy to me might be marketing speak to be fair yeah uh, yeah yeah it's, it, yeah i mean there's there's so many faux pas here that it just kind of feels a bit off but there's there is definitely something there like <clears throat> you know it has something but I, I'm I'm really sick of saying this, of that one thing of like oh it has potential like it has that thing but it is didn't quite hit the mark like I feel like I've said that way too many times over the last year, and I'm getting a bit tired of it to be honest. I'm a bit sad. Um, you guys won't know that Jay messaged me because obviously like Redfall came out and there's bad reception, <laughs> and I feel like basically uh, Jay had succumbed to the dark side as it were in that you know my view on a lot of modern games just being a bit shit and things not being finished etc etc etc. I feel like you adopted that a little Jay following the launch of Redfall. I would say. Yeah, I mean I've been hit really hard with this one. Like I took I specifically took off time for work for this too. Like my right. whole thing was I was gonna play. Uh, Jedi for like four or five days if that like three or four days and then I was going to put the rest of the week I had off into Redfall and uh, I mean yeah I gave up on Redfall after two days I think you did play it then man it was tough yeah I played it but it was not not good I, I will say it actually ran better than I thought it was going to like the 30 frames didn't really seem to be too much of an issue which I'll talk about later on, more about with Jedi too. Um, but but yeah, I think it ran a lot better than I thought it was. It was just it's just really it it, it felt similar to how Fallout seventy six did on, on launch, to be honest. And they so should have learned from that, right? They, how did they possibly not learn? Yeah, it's funny that. how both instances of that have been Bethesda and versions of multiplayer games that should be single player games, right? exactly yeah i feel like they've they've hit they've struck lightning twice but the lightning has hit them on the head <laughs> rather than in a jar you know yeah exactly and, and mr matty plays put this very well yeah in the defining duke xbox podcast that he does you know he's saying you had bethesda game studios which made four game of the years in a row and you could argue the same with arcane austin or arcane in general uh, even with Prey, Prey's got a huge cult following. 
and you make them make one multiplayer game because you see how much money Destiny and Fortnite's making all this kind of shit, and it fucking bombs twice for the yeah. same company. It's funny. I think um, the amount of people who've been playing Prey went up like ten or twenty fold over the last week. <laughs> So they were playing everyone, Redfall and they were like, oh, fancy playing no, Prey. Seriously, everyone who reviewed Redfall was like, look, go play, play Prey. It's on Game Pass. It's way better of a game. Just go play it instead. Sure. And then everyone just went and play, played Prey instead. It's insane. Hmm. But, insane. you know, Arcane still benefits from that, which, you know. But, even you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm fed up. <laughs> I'm so fed up. I'm just, think... I'm just trying to look forward to Diablo at this point. I just, I need to move on to the next thing, you know. I think luckily in a w- I had I had something else to do during this time, but yeah, we'll get onto that. Go on. I was just going to say, I think um, it, in a way you should be fed up because I'm fed up too, Jay. You know, like <laughs> I, it um, it okay. Well, just before I move on this point, I was just going to say yeah. this lends to my personal theory that Xbox. Well, a lot of other people share this theory, but Xbox acquires to, and you know this too, Jay, Xbox basically acquired Bethesda because if you look at the pipeline for this year, for instance, there is nothing apart from Bethesda. Again. Again. And um, their their strategy is acquisition, right? So like, keep buying studios to get more games. And um, it's like, yeah, but you actually have to manage the games to do it. And... Um, like I've had so, and this lends to what your sort of pessimism, Jay. I've had so much faith in Xbox for so long. Like I've given them the benefit of the doubt for let's we're going to say about seven or eight years now. And in the last yeah, couple of years, as as you know, because I you know I haven't paid attention to some of the events and stuff, and I didn't like the developer directs. My faith has been waning greatly. And this interview for me personally was the point where I am happy to wave xbox goodbye on the viking ship as i fire a uh, flaming arrow to it because um i oh, like really? my console that? a lot and i'll play you know i'll play games on game pass and you know i love the controller and i love the console i still think it looks better than ps5 but in terms of games jay i'm done bro i'm i am genuinely done just funny i feel like i this isn't like you know self-masturbatory i try not to be in this instance but I, I still haven't given up hope. I'm I'm one of these people who is very pessimistic. Um and I'd like to think that, you know Do you mean not optimistic, sorry, do you mean pessimistic? No, I mean oh, pessimistic. Okay. Um I tend to look at things in a very like dark way or, you know, like ah oh, fuck that, I'm I'm done with this kind of shit kind of stuff. I tend to not put up with stuff. But when it comes to games, I think I it's it takes a lot more than a decade of being disappointed to to make me give up i don't give up that easy i don't think i wouldn't want to give up that easy so i think the thing that might put the nail in the coffin for me is if starfield isn't gonna good. i think that's my next test i think as long as starfield's all right we're back i think and on, that on is, that I feel like that's that's xbox like that's their strategy is that they have like one good game every like seven years <laughs> <laughs> And the last good one was like Skyrim, and it wasn't even an Xbox exclusive. Sure. Yeah. Well, on on the Starfield um, element, Jay, we'll talk about what he said in the interview. But <sighs> Jay, if if Starfield is not a game of the generation at this point, 
because of the position it, it is has within to the be Xbox the next portfolio. Skyrim. It has to be. It has to be because if it's it anything less, Jay. If it, if I don't see tens across the board, like a Resident Evil Four, <laughs> like an Elden Ring, I'm actually going to be crushed. Nine. I'm going to be crushed, bro. I can almost guarantee you it won't be anything more than a than a nine. I don't think so. I can't imagine so. But it needs to be. It needs to be. Yeah, it does. 10. It does. I think it'll be tens in some places, and it'll be nines in others. I think it might even be an eight in some places. It just depends. Uh, it needs to be a ten for Bethesda Game Studios because of Fallout seventy six. It needs to be a ten for Bethesda Publishing in, in general. It needs to now be a ten for Xbox more than any any of those two. Right, Xbox is now the key. But like, like, what I mean is, uh, Phil talked about a quote later on. We'll talk about. I think, yeah, I'm hoping you're going to say what I think he is. Um, I don't know if he if he has it. Um, generally speak, I don't know if he has it. Uh, uh, that's weird. I don't know if he if I have it in a news story, but basically, Phil basically says who's head of Xbox. By the way, I don't know if we've even clarified that he's basically <laughs> head of Xbox. Um, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's he the basically base, says yeah. that the Microsoft. Okay, well, let's talk about the Microsoft strategy then. So he basically says. Um, if Xbox or if Redfall was great, or they released a great game, or something to that degree, people wouldn't sell their PS5s the next day. It wouldn't happen. Yes, true. What else is true, Jay? Um, is that if they released great games consistently, they would sell Xboxes, and that is the yes. fucking truth. I mean, don't get but, me wrong. I don't know that for a hundred percent because nothing's a hundred percent. But Jay, let's no, look at the PS4. The opposite to that, right? Go on, sorry. He said that if Xbox made right. great games, it wouldn't improve sales for Xbox. And uh, I'm like, are you dumb? That is exactly what it should be doing. That's literally the whole point. I can put it better. PlayStation has outsold them this entire time because they've had great games for PlayStation. That's been like, oh, you can only play on PlayStation. I'm going to get a PlayStation then. It's the reason why I got one. It's the reason why I got a PS4. It's the reason why I got a PS5 because they're uh, exclusive on that that I will will want to play. And what's interesting is that Phil then said about losing the Xbox One generation, which, by the way, is the first time they've ever talked about losing that generation. And then he said, basically, that we're paraphrasing all of this. He said that (laughs) that was a really bad generation to lose because you have a massive digital library in that generation. Now, Jay, I don't know about you. I get his point of view. I I think that's a cop out. If you have an amazing game on a console that you don't have, i.e. Nintendo Switch, you are going to get it at some point, is my opinion. Yeah, that's what happened to me with Pokemon. The only reason I got a Switch was Pokemon. It's the only uh, reason I had I a mean, Switch. The PS5's outselling Xbox, Jay, because they've got fucking games! And I didn't I didn't even say that he, they were in third place. Yeah, that you did, yeah. yeah. And he said we're in third place, and we've been in third place for a long time. It's like, yeah, Nintendo are doing better than you guys. And it's like, wow, you know. And then, which you know makes sense to be honest, because it's Nintendo. But even so, absolutely. And then he does talk about he he acknowledges that look, there's no reason for you to trust us, but I can see the pipeline of games coming in. You're right, Phil. I don't trust you. I don't care what you say. I even <laughs> at this point don't even care if you have got good games coming out because I just don't care anymore. I don't uh, care. I, I I have hope still. I'll, I'll always have hope, regardless of what happens. I think. I'm I'm one of these people where I'm extremely pessimistic, but I'll I'll almost always have hope for games because they are my lifeblood at this point. Sure, they're like the reason I get up for in the morning. <laughs> they sure. really are. 
like Starfield for me. Like the the games that are really wanting me to make sure I wake up every morning is Diablo and Starfield and Spider Man. I think that's pretty much it. Dude, Spider Man's gonna creep around, dude, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but they're already starting to build up. I mean, we get we're potentially getting a. Uh, state of play aren't we at some point between now and middle of june and yeah we're hoping it's where spider-man 2 is going to be showing gameplay for sure hopefully for sure but yeah Jesus. as you i'm glad you've got hope jay i think it's good um someone's got to have it man but yeah no i mean look after I'm holding on for both of us <laughs> after the i've said this list many times i'm gonna say it again compulsion games who we have no idea what they're doing Avowed, we haven't seen gameplay. Fable got announced three years ago. We haven't seen a single clip ever since. We don't even know yeah, if that saw, fucking game's um, being made. Someone made a like a graphic that basically showed how long it's been since they announced certain games for Xbox. I think there was a list of about 10 or 11 Xbox exclusive games. And I think the most recent one that had been announced that we haven't heard about since, I think was like a year and a half ago was how long ago it's been. I think there was I think it's three three and a bit years on one of the games. And it was like a year and a half on another in between like in between. All the rest of them sort of were like two years and two and a half years in between. And it's kinda of like, how as a company can you spend that long on that many games? Like we're gonna it's gonna be a two buses at the same time situation. Where we're just gonna get like six amazing games come all at the same time and then none of them are gonna sell well because they all came together too quick. <laughs> You need to space it out, basically. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but we'll see. But chances are none of them are going to be any good. you got to think, right? It's like throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks, right? That's kind of what it seems like they're potentially going to be doing in the next uh, six-ish years. But it's like, well, what if none of them stick? Like, they've got, I mean, at this point, they have to hope that at least half of them stick. Because if it's, if it's any less, then it's like, what's the point, you know? I feel like you have to have at least a 50% <laughs> rate at the, you know at least half of them have to be any good but it feels like that we're only getting like one every couple years i can't even remember the last one we had that was any good well to be fair i think if they are good Jay, it's just that they're not in our bag at all right like minecraft yeah, legends is apparently too. a fine like competent finally competent game but like we don't people, care yeah, about high fire rush like people were raving right. about that but again i wouldn't play that first i feel like that's left the zeitgeist even quicker than hogwarts i mean that it's, it's sort of in a nice way really like the beginning of the year is always such a, such a blur for games because it mm. happens so quickly like we had Elden Ring come out in February of 2021, I think. 22, maybe I can't even remember what it was now. I think or it was 22. last year. I think it was last year. It's been out. Yeah, because it was Game of the Year, wasn't it last yeah. year? Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that was sort of like weirdly, it, it sort of blew up in that time, but it sort of like it didn't fade away, but it just sort of like it stuck around for a while. And I think that's one of the first times I've seen that, where like a game at the beginning of the year just sort of stuck around the entire year. Like people are still playing it now. Like the same amount. That's kind of insane. Someone's always playing that game. No, like, yeah, it's uh, it is insane. And um, on on the just on a separate note, Jay, on the subscription strategy. So Phil then goes on to talk about how, um, in terms of the third place thing, that Xbox mm. have to do their own thing, and so mm. that's where the subscription strategy comes into play, apparently. And what's interesting about that comment, Jay, is one, that sounds to me like Xbox One thinking, genuinely. 
in terms of yeah, we need to do the own TV thing. We need to be in a separate lane. Nintendo are in a separate lane because he then talks about, you know, we don't want to be the yeah, green does. guy compared to the blue guy, which was so interesting because he obviously he obviously knows how they're seen more than he lets on. Because of course he does. I he's head of he's, Xbox, right? He's While he is head of Xbox, he almost feels like he's just one of us. Like He might be one of the first... Him and maybe Todd Howard, I guess, on like some level. Like when you look at Jim Ryan, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. He's not one of us. He's a suit. Yeah, he's a suit, right? He's a suit that happened to get put in front of the camera and had to made it be like I'm one of you guys, but no, you're not. You're just you're granddad, basically. <laughs> right? You are. You're my granddad who thinks he knows what he's talking about when it comes to games. When in reality, sure. his kids told him what games. You guys want Fortnite, like, right? Okay. You want Fortnite, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, you want Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, Phil Spencer feels more like the cool dad who knows what he's fucking talking about because he's been playing games since before, since games came out. Like, he's been playing on, you know, on the bloody first ever computers, basically. You know, he's like one of these. Same with Todd Howard. Like they're just one of those guys that have been around long enough to know about this kind of shit. But like uh, you say, but like that hasn't resulted in games. Like I, I don't know what else to say. Like I think hmm. Halo Infinite, it's tough. Forza Motorsport. I still haven't got a date. Like the list goes on, Jables. <laughs> it really does. You know, I think Xbox their heyday was 360, and I think they haven't really had much success, success since then. Well, I'll, Jay, I, I actually wrote this down to bring this up. I think there's an argument that. Either regional Xbox or 360, but like you say, their prime was borderline 15 to 20 years ago. We are talking yeah. about a brand which, yes, we got life back through backwards compatibility. Yes, we mm-hmm. got life back through Game Pass. Everybody loves Game Pass. I kind of fucking Game Pass remember. is the best when thing that happened last... to Xbox. When was yeah, the last thing memory. that uh, Xbox put out, AAA, that we were like, whoa, whoa, exclusive? exclusive we were like I whoa I, I, it, it's, it's hard to like bring to the front of my brain like even what xbox have had exclusive in the last 10 years it's a really difficult thing the only really thing that is. is literally coming to my mind is sunset overdrive which was a fucking launch game basically i for forget xbox about one. that game most of the time it's a great game it's a great game yeah yeah mental okay <laughs> at this point if they were like oh, i'll tell you what guys we'll bring the blaze back for the dashboard and we'll just you actually know this does relate to what i was going to say jay um I-, I think if if you paid me to ask me what xbox should do moving forward mm. stop talking about anything go quiet do not show any games until they are four months from release don't feel compelled to do an E3 showcase. Don't fucking show your face until you have five great AAA games ready to go from like the 2,500 studios that you own. Like yeah, do a PlayStation. They should, they should Don't released, fucking say anything until you like, want to. What, every two every two to three months? Yes. They shouldn't be released too close. They should have five games and they should release them over the, the two to, between two and three months, one after another. Yep. Across the year, which should have been the plan for this year, if I'm honest, when they did that thing, at, was it not Game Awards, but maybe Summer Games Fest last year, where they they said about you know the next twelve months of games they yeah. show off, yeah, that yeah. should have been that should have been in theory five to six, maybe seven amazing games, all top quality Xbox, amazing amazing games, AAA, 
So it should have been released in like February, April, June, August, October, and December. Like that should have been pretty much the release span of that year. That's what it should have been. And Starfield would have been in November, probably, or October, whatever I said. Um, Forza probably would have been the December release, more than likely. Or maybe even the summer release. Um, I don't even know what other games should have come out. Uh, that's, that's the thing. Like, Fab- oh, not, no, I don't know about that. Thing is, I don't, I don't know what I have to look forward to for Xbox. Like, I can't even think, like, what's an, I- what's an, Xbox-, what's an Xbox IP that I have to look forward to, you know? Well, you like Fable, right? <sighs> not really. It had, okay. I think it's had its time. Well, this is sort of spoiler territory, Jay, but Hellblade 2. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Ninja, not Ninja Theory. Yeah, it's um, Ninja Theory, not Team Ninja. Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory. Yeah, I get, I get the two mixed. Dude, up. every time, every time. Every time. They're the same but, company as far as I'm concerned. I know, I know. But Jay, I promise you, um, that's all <laughs> I can think of. You know, I've been looking forward to Hellblade two for years. Um, hmm. and before that was the Cuphead DLC. Is no, it's not a segue. Not yet. Okay. Not, not yet. yet. Right. Not yet. Okay. Just to finish up, well, not finish. Let's keep talking about this. So, in regards to Starfield, Jay, again, all these mm. news stories were summarized by IGN. Um, he discussed how Xbox have assisted with oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the Starfield development. So, quote: When we acquire studios, there are games that are in development, and there's things that are either really early in development or not even conceived yet. I think we need to improve in engaging with games that are midway through production when they become part of Xbox, end quote. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so Stop. this was the big thing about Redfall, how they, they basically didn't put their resources into the game until like the game was almost done. When in reality, they should have put the resources in the moment they bought Bethesda. The second that the money went through the account, they saw the money been like, blah, 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 right, we have that in our account now. It should have been, right, let's go put our resources straight over, right now. Let's get over there now. Not not in a week, not in a day. Now, <laughs> not tomorrow, not after tomorrow. breakfast. Exactly, now. exactly. And they didn't. They were like, "Eh, we'll give them a couple of months and we'll see how they're doing, and then we'll help them out." It's like, no. Same thing should have been with Starfield, which I think Phil was basically saying that they did right. They were like, "Yeah, they did a better yeah, we, job we, with Starfield." We put our, yeah, they did. They did a better job, which I think is his damage control to be like, "Oh fuck, we didn't do that. We should probably do that now." <laughs> but again, Jay, <laughs> I like, genuinely we'll... think that I genuinely think they haven't helped with Starfield at all. Can almost guarantee you. Well, Jay, but the thing is, we won't know until um until it comes out now, right? We we just won't know. Which is a it's a shame. I think Phil should have admitted then. He should have been like, "Oh bugger." Uh, we did we do we do the same thing with Starfield? Oh god. Thing is, if we had said that, I think Starfield would have been dead in the water. Honestly, it would have been dead before arrival. Jay, do you are we okay to talk about the CMA decision next? Yeah, sure. Good to. Honestly, I'm okay. losing. I'm losing hope on that. By the day, dude. So, th- some people out there saying they're gonna repeal. Some people are saying yeah. they can't appeal, and some people are saying no, they are that it's they they're are allowed to appeal. Yeah. Um, and some people are saying that it's dead in the war. I don't really know where the truth lies. <clears throat> I think the the saving grace was that the the UK government could overturn it if they wanted to, but now the UK government have come out and said, "No, we're not gonna." Essentially, they're like, yeah, nah, it's it's not a bad thing for Britain. We're going to keep it how it is. So, so that was like the saving grace for you, and I feel like we haven't really got that now. So. For those who don't know, if my business studies is correct, Jay, 
The CMA, basically the UK law, is that you can't have more than 25% of a particular market. And if you do, you're yeah. too dangerous, you're too big, right? Which, by basically. the way, is kind of bullshit, because Apple definitely have over 25% of the mobile phone and market. And Sony but... have, I think, 60% of the um, of the digital uh, releases market, I think. Do they really? Huh. Yeah. 60. It's a bit Hilarious. more than 25 hilarious well anyway this was like 10 years ago i learned this but yeah so the cma basically like regulate that right so obviously yeah, xbox do, do this shit. acquisition <laughs> xbox do this acquisition they obviously That's have to go fraud. through was it something like uh 14 regulatory boards and phil said they've got on the path of nine or something to that degree um yeah, but obviously that now. the cma have blocked it uh and this as jay says you know Everyone was quite excited for Activision Blizzard, right? Because there was a notion that Xbox could revive old franchises, they could help fix the company toxic culture, and they could help fix franchise problems with, say, Call of Duty. I think the reality is, Jay, following this blockage, and actually, I should say, following Redfall, I don't think Xbox would fucking know even where to start with Activision Blizzard. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like even if they did get it, they probably wouldn't even know what to do with it, it seems like. It seems like they are kids at the adult table is kind of what it feels like you know and they should be put on their own table well as we said we always said jay <laughs> they the felt like the, the teenager kids. of the group and now yeah, they feel like the child this, yeah they've kind of reverted they've benjamin buttoned themselves <laughs> they really have yeah like i feel like sony has always almost felt like the millennial the sort of like mid-20s millennial uh, nintendo has felt like the kids i guess um but the kids who are like geniuses like who are really really good at maths and like know everything like they're, they're like child music. prodigies i guess yeah, nintendo sure. are child prodigies sony are sort of like the cool 24 year olds and xbox are sort of like that really whiny the voice is still breaking 13 14 year old you know but now xbox feels like they've sort of reverted to like that even more annoying eight to nine year old and they just have no idea what they're talking about and it's just like why why have you done this? Oh, and the reason I think, more, I think it's just disappointing. <laughs> it's like, agreed. Uh... No, agreed. And I think it's disappointing because you know, as me and Jay have talked about, we could have had a lot of Activision Blizzard games on uh, Game Pass, which would have, been, would have been really exciting. And I think that was probably the plan, yes. right? I um, do kind of think this that Call of Duty does need a bit of a change up to a degree. I don't know what degree degree, but it just hasn't it hasn't been the same for a while now. It's sort of gone into that, you know, multiplayer, Fallout, uh, not Fallout, uh, Fortnite kind of realm of like just microtransaction the crap out of it and people will pay for it basically. Which so is, you know, what it is. But I, I think it potentially should just stay that way. I don't think it's really going to evolve much from that, to be honest. Agreed. We'll see. We will. And the reason it was blocked, Jay, is apparently the CMA think that essentially Microsoft <laughs> or Xbox so will bad. have a segment of the cloud gaming market uh, or they, sorry, they will have a stronger position in a potential future market uh, yeah. it's too strong to, to allow. Um, now, the objection is again, this one, it doesn't exist. Two, we know mm. it doesn't exist because Stadia literally failed on it. And yep. three... Uh, we don't really know. I mean, 
how many people use cloud and Xbox, I don't know, but I doubt the numbers are strong enough, right? It's, but Jay, um, do you th- I think there is a number. It's very, very little, though. It's less than 10% of a certain market. Okay. Do you think there's anything to CMA's claim here? Do you think that you can see them, you know, do you think that actually Xbox know they, they could dominate this cloud gaming market in the future? And that's, you know, that's something to be aware of. I don't of? necessarily think it's uh, dominating the market. I think um, Xbox are trying to help others come up it's almost like like a streaming service uh help smaller creators become larger is what it feels like because xbox have done nothing even after the the announcement of the thing not going through they've kept signing 10-year deals with like other cloud gaming services being like we're going to make sure you guys get a massive chunk of this market as well kind of thing Jesus. Like we're sharing the wealth, essentially. Xbox are just putting their fingers in loads and loads of pies, making sure that everyone gets a fair deal. And uh, and CMA have been like, well, isn't that you just controlling the whole thing? And they're like, no, not really, because we have no control over it. We're just making sure that everyone else has enough control on their own to uh, sustain themselves, basically. So, also, uh, Jay... I think, I, you I'm know, sorry, Gone. There's been, there's been so many things, instances of markets that have just blown up over the years. Cloud gaming could blow up, you know. It's one of those, definitely one of those future things that could be the next thing. But um, I think it will be a lot longer of a time than in the next ten years. I think we're thought we're talking probably twenty, thirty, forty years, maybe longer. I don't know. So, well, uh, they didn't. The CMA said that they're not going to allow them to appeal for like the next ten years or something. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah, which is they basically said that. All those 10-year contracts you've now signed, yeah, they're not even valid anymore because we're not going to allow you to even do this for the next 10 years. Whoa. Yeah, I know. They're, they're getting really weirdly serious about it. It's really strange. But, yeah, I mean, do you I think that's... Know. some people are saying they don't have any legs to stand on, but, you know, we'll see. It's, there are some a, talks that battle now. it might be political in that uh, Sony have obviously made plays against the e- with the EU and, and made yeah. moves there. So do you think it's political from oh, that yeah, perspective? Oh, yeah, it's 100% political, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's all uh, about Sony making sure that they keep their chunk of the pie. They don't want to get rid of any of their chunk because they know they've got too much of it. So they don't want to let anyone else have any of it because that means less money for a company that already has a lot of money. <laughs> The rich get richer. Yes, they do. And the poor get poorer. And the reporting on the acquisition, Jay, I think following the CMA decision clearly shows that it's been pretty wrong um, because a lot of the signs were very positive. Other gaming journalists saying, yeah, it's going to go through soon. It's going to go through soon. And it's not been the case, Yeah, I think really. the consensus even with the gaming community is that they want to stay. They've done a couple of surveys now on like gaming sites have been like do you want this that whole thing to go through and it's been like overwhelmingly yes like it's you know i think it's been like 90 10 in most cases why do i do we think that's because what, what why do we think that jay because of the reasons we discussed in terms of what xbox could well would have done with activision blizzard like in an ideal people world. want i think activision blizzard are very pc based and i think people want to be able to have that um on console too they want to be able to make sure that everything is just shared, you know. People are willing to want to share things, and Sony aren't. Sony's that kid that doesn't want to share. <laughs> and Xbox is the kid that does. And Sony don't have very good parents, it seems like. I didn't teach their kid right, did they? Sounds like. 
all bloody a load of what's the word? Um, it begins with A. I can't even think of the bloody word. I can't even think of it. What word are you trying to think of, mate? Take his heads off. What what word are you trying to think of? Well, I, I don't mean the actual word, you know, roughly. What 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 context are we saying here? I don't know. I All can't right. even think of it. <laughs> no, it worries me. Too tired. I, I <laughs> get tired it. I get it. Brain is fried. So on the strategy, Jay, of Xbox moving forward, obviously we know they're doing mm. a subscription service and we know that we want Xbox on the TV and we want, a you know, a stick probably or, or whatever. Um, what? And apparently... And apparently, there's this, the the rumor, you, well, the, the stating that look, we'll always make a console as long as people buy a console, sort of thing. But in can my opinion, that yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. I'm confused. You were talking about Xbox on the TV on a stick. What does this mean? Uh, as in um, Xbox moving from a console to a subscription service. So like, you go on the oh. Xbox app, or you go on the Xbox, you know, PC app, or basically being an app over a console sort of thing um basically turning into stadia is what you're talking about right but no sure but I, I think that's what the strategy is weirdly hope not well apparently it's a, a multi sort of purpose no a multi-road strategy but i will do both they'll do console and right cloud. but my concern jay is that despite my praises for the series x and its awful name um, my my concern is is that if you take re- or share resources or split resources or divert resources into you know well we need a team to develop the TV app as well will the yeah. will the core you get a lesser product right you know what I'm saying yeah. you get a weaker product yeah no I understand yeah you definitely don't want to divert resources you want to keep all your eggs well not necessarily all your eggs in one basket you want to make sure you've got enough resources in one place because if not you're just going to have a lesser product yeah no, I can understand that. And, and yeah, I know you've talked about the worry. I know you've talked about this, Jay, with PSVR two as well. But don't you like? Don't you just feel there's a lot of overcomplication with the gaming industry right now? Just make yes. a great game on great consoles. Like just, yeah, do one thing, do it well. Like even uh, Phil was saying about Nintendo, they've got they've got the thing they do and they do it well. Learn from that, dude. You're in third place. You're trying to take advice from the people in second place. Just do that then. Do one thing and do it well. Stop trying to do like three or four different things at once. Like I think they're trying. They're obviously trying to like again. It was just throwing loads at the wall and seeing what sticks. The problem is, if nothing sticks, then what do you do then? Right. Just make make it something sticky so you know it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> they're throwing non-sticky shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. It should make one thing sticky, and it will definitely will. Weird. Yeah. That's what we you know. I don't know. Is there uh, anything else you'd like to talk about? In regards to this interview, that, Jay. Yeah. I don't think so. I think that was pretty much it. I think we covered uh, we covered all the main points. I think yeah, that, I, I guess good. the last thing is just that Phil was, uh, they, they kept saying how Phil was in a bad mood the entire time. You know, basically saying about how Phil's cranky just because uh, of the bad release for Redfall and all the shit he's been getting online and then obviously all the the deal not going through, so rightfully so, he should be in a bad mood, but yeah, which you know, I guess was good. I think this might have been one of the most human interactions with the gaming industry we've ever had. It's never ever been this 
close to home, I guess. Like, it's never been this, you know, true, in quotes, true. You know, you'd never, ever get Jim Ryan talking like that about Sony, ever. Yeah, agreed, agreed. You'd never, ever get, uh, who's the bloody guy at uh, Nintendo? Miyamoto? Is it Miyamoto? Yeah, you'd never get Miyamoto, or you, uh, isn't, the, isn't the US guy Bowser? Yeah, Doug as, Bowser. As, yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd never get Doug Bowser talking about that either. <laughs> you might have got Reggie talking about it, potentially, but I don't think you'd get Doug. Yeah, just yeah. very. I'm, I think that's one thing I can say that's positive about this whole thing is that we've. This is probably the best communication we've ever had with Xbox, ever about anything, and hopefully it stays that way. But I, if I see it, feels more like a like an out of desperation thing. It's like a massive damage control, but it's actually done a fairly decent job of it. You know. Totally. So yeah, because I, th- I know um, Blizzard specifically have had with Overwatch have been the most communicative, communicative they've ever been with Overwatch ever, and it's helped the game massively. They they actually take in feedback, and they've improved the game massively since launch. I think if Xbox sticks to that, like they take feedback and actually t- tell us they're taking it, and they they've heard what we've said. It might relieve us and us to actually believe in what they're going to do for the future. Well, on that note, communication is key, man. It really is. I I had a question for you, Jay, because I appreciate everything you're saying, but my concern about Uh Phil Uh doing, uh, um, but how it, well, a but. Uh, my concern about Phil doing an interview like this, and I respect that they booked it before Uh all the rest of it, (laughs) is that there is an element of leadership maybe you should just go be busy with what you need to be busy with rather than yeah and i know it doesn't necessarily i think there's a balance i think there really is a balance there and i get that right like maybe he took a half an hour at the end of his work or whatever i'm not i'm not trying to dictate how a you know uh, the head of xbox spends his time i'm just saying that i actually wonder whether Communication is key, Jay, with certain products, and I mean video games, right? Yeah. What I'm what I'm hesitating about now is, I again appreciate what you're saying about this open leadership that Xbox has, and they're always going on podcasts, and it's great for us to talk about. I'm now actually thinking maybe you should be a bit more like PlayStation, not necessarily the you're not one of us type mentality, but maybe in a sense of just go do the thing, just go do the thing. You know what I mean? How do we know they're doing the thing if they don't tell us they're doing the thing? Exactly. Because exactly. because they're, because they're not telling... Because we're like... What else could they be doing? I guess you're, you're basically coming from the standpoint of ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. If we don't know what's happening, then it must all be fine. Well... I do get a bit of comfort in that I'm not I'm not suggesting that yeah, the PS5 no, generation will be amazing, but I do get a bit of comfort in that PlayStation only talk to us when they want to, if that makes sense. Honestly, I kinda I understand where you're coming from. Like I my my faith in Sony I don't think hasn't faltered. Ever. I don't think. Well, I mean you look at the generations, maybe you start a PS three and that's it, right? Like Yeah, PS three wasn't great. But in terms of like, the last fourteen ish years since the end of since the beginning of PS4, like yeah, I haven't really thought to myself, "Gosh, Sony aren't doing that well, are they?" I think, ever, I think the only time I've ever thought that is when they got hacked, and even then I was kind of like, "Well, they fixed that pretty quick anyway." So. Right. But I've never thought to myself, "Wow, Sony really aren't doing very well. They should probably fix that." <laughs> but with Xbox, it seems like a constant. It seems, it seems like uh, they should probably do something about that. But um, yeah, I, it's funny. Like I. 
it is it, there is like a middle ground somewhere i imagine where can you imagine if they just put out like if xbox just put up a thing on their twitter saying like a like a mini blog post being like here's what's going on here's what we plan to do try to keep us to it and then they either don't or do do it you know i think they they what's the the fallout from that right whereas if sony never say anything and something bad happens then there wasn't the expectation of being uh, being a good thing so i think that's probably more to your point and if they say nothing and something goes wrong well then there was no expectation in the first place but if they say something and it goes right then it's it's a bigger of a gamble it's it's more of a payout if if the gamble goes through and i think xbox are just constantly doubling down mm. and uh, and they're losing each time so let's say they started out with 100 grand they're now on like negative a mil and then they're having to bet a mill just to get it back, you know. They're having to bet bigger each time, and because they're betting bigger, whenever they fail, it's much more of a dip each time. Whereas Sony never have to bet because they're consistent. All right, are you okay for us to move <sighs> on? Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, okay. Let's do uh, it. Let's do Jay, it. next up, I want to get your temperature check. We joked about this right before we start recording. I want to get your temperature 37 check. Thirty-seven degrees. Roughly. Bravo. Bravo. Nothing like the British sense of humour. Um, what is your th- take on Armored Core 6 right now? What are we saying? Oh, yeah, you did ask me about that. Um, initially, We've had the gameplay trailer out now, right? So. Yes, before the gameplay trailer, it was a inter- percentage chance of me buying it, 25%. Now, it's like soft 60. Okay. It looks fucking awesome. I kind of want to see more. This might be one of those things where I don't buy it day one. I just wait a bit and be like, right, I'll get it once I know I'm happy. Once I've seen Max play it, I'll be like, right, now I know. <laughs> you know? We'll see. Do, you not it think it might good, be, do you not think it might be one of those games that you watch other people play? Or Yeah, it could be. It could, could be a Resident Evil type situation where I just appreciate it from afar. Which, uh, you know, is fine, I think. It's like watching a movie. Mm-hmm. In terms of Armored Core 6J, I actually thought that... I agree with you. I actually think the trailer has two viewings, right? I think you can look at it... Are you still there? Yeah, you're still there. I think you can look at it and say, um, the game looks amazing. I think you could also look at it and go, that could literally be any mech game on any platform in the last two generations. Not necessarily. I actually thought the graphics were kind of like good for FromSoft. I guess... I agree with you. I guess all I'm trying to convey is that I think that a mech game in general looks kind of very general, if that makes any sense. Okay, let's put it this way. I think this is the best mech-looking game ever. Yeah, I think I'll give you that. I think I'll give you that. Yep. I will say the soundtrack for that trailer, amazing. The visuals for that trailer, amazing. The amount of, like... I feel I feel like FromSoft just have this pedigree now where they could release anything and I would fall in love with it. It would make me want to get it. Like they're they're probably the best at selling their games because they had an interview right after that as well with the one of the lead developers. And they were like going on about how um, you know you don't actually this is like a whole new story. You don't need to have played any previous armor course to understand what's going on. It's entire like this is they've basically made this game for newcomers. And they're like, yeah, we want an audience for Armor Core again. Like, we want to make sure people who have played our Souls games understand that we. By the way, we made these before. We're making a brand new one. If you want to get into it, this is probably going to be the bet your best chance of getting into it. 
this is probably the most accessible armored core game you could you could potentially play. That's basically what they were trying to sell it as. And to me, I was sold. I was like, "Yep, I understand where you're coming from. I know. I could see the vision. I'm I'm there with you." And do we know how Souls like it will be yet, Jay? At all? Or is no, it more no, of a hardly game? at all. It's yeah, a yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it looks good. I'll um, I'll yeah. see how it goes. Right, there's a lot to play at the moment. I think it will but... be. It's August, right? So there's actually quite a few um, Game Pass games I think coming out later in the year, like July, August. So I'll probably be playing those instead. Sure. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not really in the mood for buying a game. I've already. I've pretty much already blown my budget for this year. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm the last of my budget is being spent on Final Fantasy, Spider-Man, and uh, Starfield. Although Starfield was Game Pass, so I probably won't buy that. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah, no, that's Game Pass, isn't it? But the other two sound good to me. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Well, yeah, I like you say, Jay, uh, FromSoft are just so good at the moment. You, you can't not be intrigued about this game, I think, right? So It's amazing, oh, yeah. Like, you really... Yeah, they just—they're yeah. one of those companies now where you just look at it and go, "Yeah, you—you've been good. Like you haven't let us down. So let's go. What's the next thing? Bring it on. Like it's something to look forward to every time now. It really is, and I feel Jay like they're one of the only developers who, for whatever reason, can put out games that don't take six years. It's Japan, man. They know what they're doing. They've been ahead of the curve for decades. Always have been. It's true. Japan ahead of the curve the in almost in most industries nowadays, honestly. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. Um, yeah, it's a great time and to be alive. Basically, they've basically killed the comic industry in America or the Western civilization <clears throat> with anime, anime and or manga, I should say. Manga is is outselling comics to more than it ever has over the last decade. Wow. <clears throat> I will say, Jay, you know, obviously we talked about last time we recorded, we were talking about uh, what sort of game will I actually buy brand new. I already said this, but Spider-Man 2 and Final Fantasy 16, probably more Final Fantasy 16 at this point of recording. Huh. Uh, like, because I have such faith in in, in, in <laughs> having a, like a good time with that game. I just like, it's we funny, we I'm... love Final Fantasy 13 and 15, which aren't even considered that good in this, like, by other people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, yeah. imagine, you know, I'm still not 100% sold on 16. Not okay. 100%. I'm like 90% of the way there. Maybe oh, I can't 85, wait. 80. I'm still going to get it, but I, there's something about it that it just feels too... Right? No, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't doesn't feel quite right yet. But that's the thing. I felt the same way about 15 for the longest time, but the story melted me, dude. And then the combat, once I finally understood how it worked, it just destroyed me. I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, totally. <laughs> as long as there's anything like that, I'll be happy. I think as well, Jay, it feels so different from that generation of Square Enix, right? Because Final Fantasy XV, as you know, was a 10-year development cycle. Seven yeah. Remake had some hitches along the way. So that was like a questionable period for Final Fantasy. We're now in a renaissance, arguably a complete golden age of Final Fantasy oh. with Seven Remake with Final Fantasy 16 around the corner with Rebirth on the way um, and yeah, the Pixel okay. Remaster selling 2 million copies which we didn't have in the news as well I think whoa dude yeah I still think there's an untapped thing there with, with Final Fantasy I think they could do more but perhaps in, in, in terms of remaking their previous ones I think if they remade Final Fantasy 1 through 6 and then did 8, 9 maybe not 10 maybe just 8 and 9 
and remade them like they have done with seven, I think they'd sell so much. <laughs> they would. would I kill just for them. I'm not sure how many resources they they have to do that, Jay. You know. Well, you got to think like I think they will do that. I think Resident Evil will do that. They'll remake five. They'll remake. They won't remake six. They'll remake five, and then they'll concentrate on making sure they get the rest of the Resident Evils out, and they'll probably do some offshoots. But I think, like how companies should think, they should release them slowly and do the good job. They should do one at a time. It should be like a minimum four year release cycle. Like spend four years on making a remake and then do that every four years forever and you'll be set. To be fair, I could see a cycle where we get a you know a seven remake and then a Final Fantasy one and two or a one and then we get another seven remake and we get you know yeah I I can kind this of see might how actually that could be work. the complete. This is like so contradictory, but in in movies people hate remakes. They don't want to see sequels of classic movies, right? Nobody I'll contend wants... that. I'll contend that. I feel like, okay, in most instances, nobody wants to see okay. Back to the Future 4. Sure. You know? Ghostbusters. Whereas, I really, really badly want a Persona 3 and 4 remake. I really, really badly want a Final Fantasy 1 through 6 and then 8 and 9 remake. I would kill for those. Like, just because just cause they're, they're so old now, they need it, you know? Like, allow this new well. audience to fall in love with it. Someone like me isn't going to go back and play one through six just because of how it is. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'm just not. It's, it's I'm not, not putting myself in, through that. It's not to my standards. It just really isn't. It has to look a certain way for me nowadays. Well, in that, I think most people are like that. In that context, Jay, I don't think me and you would have any issue really on not watching a seventies film because it's made in the seventies. I think we do have an issue playing fucking pong for three hours. You know, yes. so games age True. worse than movies, right? So they really a hell of a lot more. Just because I think movies have been around a lot longer. Totally, <laughs> movies have been around since what the late eighteen hundreds. Think so. Whereas games much. have only been really been around since the late sixties, early seventies. If not later than that, right? So yeah, probably we're probably talking more like late seventies, early eighties, like you know. So uh, yeah, that, that uh, games aren't that old. They're what like sixty old, sixty years old max, sixty three ish. You know, so they're really not in comparison. They haven't had as long of a time to. I mean, they've gotten better than movies, if you, or, or as good as movies, if you ask me, in a shorter period of time, just because of the way technology works. Um, what were we even talking about? I can't remember what the beginning of the conversation was. <laughs> Armacool Six was the original conversation. Sure, let's. On to the and then from Soft being great, and then Japan yeah. being great. That's all. Japan, so. they're just ahead of it. They're, they know what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, Jay, Follow if Japan. it's all right with you, I would very much like to talk about my topic for this week and what I've been playing, and then Please we'll obviously do. move on to yours because I think yours is bigger. To be fair, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So let me go through, Jay, this huge list of games I've got. Yeah, uh, yours is ridiculous, dude. It, it's good, though. It's I funny because th- you haven't been on Xbox for like a week. This is true. Because the last, the last achievement you got was like nine days ago on, on The Witness. I've been taking a bit of a break, to be yeah. fair. Uh, I have been on PlayStation thing. Honestly, a little bit. probably a good but... thing. Yeah. Oh, that's why. I forgot you had a PlayStation. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. No, but I ha- even, even that, I, I haven't been on that much. So I'm I have sure, been taking sure. a bit of a break. Yeah, I have felt like I just want to take a bit of a break. Um, and I'll only play when Good I really, game. really want to. So yeah. there's that. So the reason I've got all these games, Jay, is that I want to give you a quick fucking rapid fire. Here's why I've uninstalled these games. <laughs> I think you'd be really happy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. All right, I didn't, so. Didn't see that coming. 
COD 3. So as you know, Jay, I've been playing all the old CODs. COD 3, I don't know if you remember, is actually fucking broken. And it doesn't play very well at all. And I know True. that it's probably that um, at the time it was a next-gen COD. And it got, um, at least me and my brother into COD, I don't know about you. But it got us into majorly into COD. And obviously COD 4 went yeah. from there. But COD 3 is actually a really yeah. broken game. The graphics are good, but it's really broken. So I just thought, fuck it, I'm not playing a broken game. I didn't, I didn't realize it was broken. I'd never had any issue with, with anything necessarily. What, what was so broken about it? Uh, bugs, glitches, gameplay. I've never had any of those issues. Or maybe I didn't. Just it, when realize. was the last time you played that game? About a decade ago, right. maybe longer. So I and it promise, would have been on the 360. Probably. I promise you, if you play it, you will have issues. I didn't think I had any issues either, Jay. Uh, trust me. Yeah, I'm sure. Trust me. Yeah, I've never. Really, I don't even know if I knew what a bug was when I was playing it for the first time. <laughs> that might be part of the problem. Not yeah. you. I just mean that maybe I just we were used that's to how them. games were. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Next up, uh, I played yeah, Sackboy's A Big Adventure with L because it was a free game on PS Plus. And I wanted to check it out. It's like a platformer launch game. I tell you what, Jay. If I was a kid and I got a PS5 and this was my launch title, I'd be so over the moon. I'm just gonna put that out there. Really? Yeah. Why wouldn't I be like, parents? What the fuck? <laughs> um, PS5. You didn't. You didn't get me God of War. You didn't get me Bloodborne. You didn't get me Final Fantasy. Guys, what are we doing? <laughs> Amateurs. Fuck out of here. What are you talking about? I was thinking more as a four or five year old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, same. Brilliant. All right, awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I tried it out with L. It's a good game, but um, okay. yeah, I, I so it was like a co-op thing you did with him. Yeah, right? it's a, it, you can do four-player co-op, I think, actually, which is pretty okay. cool. But we're not yeah, feeling platformers, and unless it's Spyro, I'm <clears throat> I'm just not interested to be honest. That's with a, it's platformers dead. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. What was the last good platformer? Crash Four. Before that. Crash one, no, <laughs> Spyro probably. <coughs> sure, I don't even know. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I guess Mario Galaxy is that? What oh it's yeah, uh, or um, Super Mario Odyssey maybe. With Odyssey, that what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So that's gone. Um, Jake Code Vein, a game I tried out uh, because it was a yeah. free game on PS Plus. Dude, that game yeah. is broken and bad. It's not great. It's not great. You played yeah, it. I played it. I've played it. I bought it on sale for like a five or something. No, Dude, that a mistake. <laughs> I was very disappointed with that game. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, not great. Not great. Next up, uh, there's a game called Eleven Eleven Memories Retold, which is a mm-hmm. game made by the creators of Wallace and Gromit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to check it out. It was a game on PS Plus, um, and uh, I wasn't in the mood. It's a uh, first-person, story-driven, episodic narrative driven game um sure. and I, I, I i'm not commenting on the quality of the game i just was not in the mood for it so yeah understandable kingdom hearts jay i have come to terms with the fact that the boat has set sailed i didn't ever finish <laughs> the first game and there is too much yeah, and i'm not getting involved it's tough it's tough to play i will say kingdom hearts is probably one of the hardest games to get into it really is you either have to be a hardcore disney fan or I don't think you necessarily need to be a hardcore uh, Final Fantasy fan to even like it. I just think you just need to be a, a really, really hardcore RPG fan, mm. JRPG fan. And even then, it's difficult to be honest. 
just one of those games it's a that shame. Just takes too much mental brain like brain power sometimes. It's a shame, Jay, because it's one of those where <coughs> it's a bit like Nintendo in that I wish the game was as good as the music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I bet you could probably argue that for even most Final Fantasy games, to be honest. Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. I think for the sure. best thing about most Final Fantasy games is the music. Yeah, I think, I think Zelda. Best thing thing about Zelda is the music. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. That's just Japan for you, I guess. They're just really, really good at making music, totally. orchestral, classic music. Totally. So, um, so that's that. The next mm. game is an interesting game, Jay. I actually played for probably about a couple of hours, maybe an hour and a half. Kena Bridge of Spirits. You know this game? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know how much you know about it. But it's essentially a PS2 game made for the PS5. Many such cases, yeah. Which Seems isn't about, a always a, a bad thing, in just the well, way it plays. I mean, that's probably just like a new developer trying to make their way in by starting somewhere, you know? Exactly right. It's always exactly got to start that. somewhere. Much like Arcane Austin, you know, you got to start somewhere. That is exactly what it is. So... <laughs> um, so yeah, so so they made it. I tried it out, Jay, and I I, I really like the um, spiritual element of the game, and I like the way the game comes across. The music's great; it looks beautiful. Um, in a world where I would have bought this brand new, I probably would have played it, you know, to to full completion. But at the moment, uh, I was on master difficulty, and the combat was just too basic for me, Jay, to really enjoy it. And I yeah, didn't like yeah. the game enough to. As you say, Jay, and reflected on what you told me, justify my time in playing it. So, I'm glad you brought that up. Actually, I was going to say something about that, about how buying a game with your money makes you want to play the game more versus a game that you get on Game Pass. Like, I, I feel like had I bought Redfall, I probably would still be playing it, just because of the fact that I spent the money already. You know. There's no going back from that versus having spent nothing on it, being like, yep, I can just throw this away and never come back. Easy. Yeah, money really does make you want to play it. <laughs> Completely agree, Jay. Like like you say, like <sighs> games on sale is slightly different in that I won't feel the need to complete True. it just because I've got it for eight quid, you know? But mm. um, like you say... It depends on the game. If the game's good, then yeah. If it's not, then... Oh, yeah, dude, of course. It. Like... Dude, Bloodborne was no question. It was just no yeah. question. Even it's if it was a top ten game of all time. Sorry, it's a top ten game of all time. Bloodborne. Exactly right. So, really um, so there's no question. But as I say, One of the greats. I think that's something where I think my brother falls down on sometimes if he's listening. Okay. In that he'll play a free <laughs> game because it's free, and I'm like, play yeah, it because you, you like it. You know. In my opinion. Um, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle on that, as is the Goldilocks way of things. As is the Goldilocks way. But if a game's free, won't play it because it's free, but I'll give it more of a go. Sure. You know? I'd be like, oh, this is free, so I'll give it a go. But if it's not any, you know, it's just like a good test. <laughs> it's a good middle ground. Next game, Jay. What's next? What's next? The Last Guardian. Uh, remind me what that is again. So that's the game made is, by the got... Shadow of Colossus people with the with yes, the, okay. the bird dog. Yeah, bird dog. I knew it was something to do with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the game was delayed for like ten years. Fame infamously yes. came out in 2016 and didn't actually perform that well, particularly critically and commercially. Yeah, games that people have been waiting for for that tend not to. So Dead Island Two, uh, I have you there, son. 
And Cyberpunk, yeah. And Cyberpunk, but yes, generally speaking. So, Joe, I want to try this game out. Els played and completed it. He recommended I try it out. Obviously, Shadow of the Colossus, I adore. Um, and I wanted to see what this game was like. Played it for 20 minutes and was like, nope, this game is broken. Yeah. Is it more of not a fun. not in the mood or just not in a good game? Or a mixture? The so I felt amount... like much like location, location, location. For me, it's all about mood, mood, mood. <laughs> it, mood, mood, mood is, is the gaming version of location, location, location. It really is. The or amount of at the time. Uh, time, effort, and thought it wanted yeah. me to put in Too much for, for the result in. was not worth it. Yeah. That is that is my problem with most games nowadays. It just requires too much of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is weird because some games I'll be like, I'll look at and think, oh, that takes way too much of an effort. And then I'll come back to it like three years later and be like, okay, I could do this now. I'm ready. <laughs> Like Days Gone was that for me. Sure. I bought the game, started playing it, and now I was like, nope, this is way too much for me right now. Came back to it three years later, and it's one of my favorites now. Sure. So, one of those things. Yeah. 100%. <clears throat> Not always the case, but, you know, rarely, rarely does happen. And I am trying to get a bit more in the flow in life in general, <coughs> uh, following yeah. our conversation. So, yeah. Uh, Mafia, the definitive edition. Jay mm. loves Mafia 2. Didn't play Mafia, Mafia 3. Mafia 2 is the best one. Difficult again. One of those ones where I have it. I've attempted to play it about five times and still cannot get past the tutorial, the prologue. I just I can't. Mafia three, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm just. I just cannot. Is there something about the controls for the game that just it bugs me? Well, I know my cousin uh, played and finished Mafia one, and I thought, you know what? I'm Mm. sure that's a story, and that is a game I never got to play, and I I do fancy playing following playing mafia 2 10 15 years ago whenever the hell that was um start playing it the remake is amazing jay they did like it really is like yeah. a massive overhaul uh, of the whole game um but it's just one of those things jay the game is you know however old it looks better the story is great but i just don't fancy playing an old game um I don't really know what else to say. It's an open world game from you know two thousand and five or whenever, whenever it came out. I just I just don't fancy it. Yeah, fair enough. Next up, oh no no no! I don't I don't want to talk about this. Uh, get rid of that. Next up, Jay Mirror's Edge. Mm, great game. Maybe you can Still advise me on this at some point. <laughs> sure. Jay, Mirror's Edge is a game that I never played properly and I wanted to give the time I played it, it was due. Um, again, I know I sound like a broken record. I don't really care. Following our conversation, I looked at it. I respect it. I've missed the boat. It is what it is. Move on. I don't know. I feel like Mirror's Edge is a lot like Portal. It has the same vibe to me in the sense that you can get through that game in about 20 minutes if you speed run it. But if you don't know what you're doing and you take the time to like try and figure out the puzzle of the game, it can take a couple hours and it's pretty fun. Would you argue it's a, it's I think, it's a again, puzzle game? You kind of have to be in the mood for. Um, it's a parkour puzzle game. Yeah. How interesting. <laughs> pretty much. It's much like Portal, where you just have to like the position of things, like you know, you have to sort of dictate angles and stuff. It's all much the same. 
I really think like if you if you had told me that who made Portal was it Valve? Yeah. If you had told me Valve had made Mirror's Edge, I'd have believed you. Sure. I'd have been like, oh, yeah, that makes that makes total sense. Like to me, like Mirror's Edge should have done basically should have just been Portal in that they should have had like secret Easter eggs throughout the game, where if you took like a different path, you could like find like a secret area or something. That would have made the game ten times better. <laughs> well, interesting, you talk about. They should have done a sequel that was like Portal Two, where they made it even more weird. You know, it was just sure. like, oh, genius. Rather than, yeah, rather than open world, yeah. Just go yeah. super like alien with it, you know. I totally get the vibe thing, and I totally get the puzzle thing. But to be honest, Jay, um, I actually finished Portal One when I was at uni, I think, and uh, at mm-hmm. that time, I sort of played it because like I got told I should, but I, I don't get as much satisfaction from the puzzle thing as maybe I should. Um, you haven't played Portal Two yet, now. No. Portal Two is a different game. Okay. It's the same game, but infinitely better. It is probably one of the only instances where the sequel is infinitely better than the first one. Okay. Much like Mafia Two. Like I'm sure. not joking when I say this. Portal Two is probably one of my favorite puzzle games of all time. Sure. It, the story is so much better. There's actually a story to it. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. like it feels more like a single player game than an actual puzzle game. It feels a lot. It has that sort of like very isolated, but um, is it the Stanley Parable? You ever played that or seen? Yeah, that? the choice one where is it's that... very meta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that and Supliminal or whatever it's called. Like it's that sort of vibe where you sort of feel like you're on your own, but you've got this like this like uh, it's almost it feels like you're playing the Truman Show, but you're inside of a game that you have to get out of it's kind of, sure. it's kind of it feels like you're in Truman Show but you know the entire time you're in Truman Show sure sure and you're trying to escape basically it's so well, meta. Look, it's honestly I'll... I you should play Portal 2 it's genius I'll, I'll think it's about it honestly I but... think if I had to give you a list of 10 games that every game should play Portal 2 is on that list fine 10 well, games that mi- and we're that, moves us... that moves us on to The Witness Jay it's up there I really want to Did play what that you said. Witness so bad. Used a guide. Good. I saw. Do you not regret it, Jay? So because good. if I didn't, good. I'd be on this game for two hundred hours, dude. Yeah, probably. Oh my probably. god! How much does so, that game cost? Is it like twenty quid still? I have no idea. I think it's more than that, isn't it? It's like thirty quid. Oh god! If no that idea. game came out on Game Pass, I'd be playing that instantly. But really the, I think you'd enjoy it, Jay, but I have actually looked at yeah, a few videos, right, which um, sort of break down the game and their thoughts on it in today. And uh, I'm sure you know, but the game when it came out was critically lauded, right? It was like 10 out of 10s across the board, right? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like the perfect yeah, puzzle that. game. like A bit like Portal 2, really. But um, yeah. I will say, Jay, there is a few issues with the game in, in, its, in its thinking, and maybe the developers would come back and say, well, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately there are a few bits where i'm like i so like most of the game i sort of like get why you should put that together from this and why you should remember that and you should write this down i get that but there are some leaps in no logic which the game expects you to find out if that makes sense yeah so they they do that for challenging purposes sure it's It's not very fun you know what i'm saying like (laughs) no i you know it's funny i exact i know exactly what you mean because I kind of had that in Redfall a little bit. There was actually times where the game didn't tell you anything. So actually, it was kind of a little bit like it in Jedi too. There was like times where the game just didn't tell you what to do next. And it was kind of like, well, what do I do now? 
Mm. Is the game expecting me just to figure it out? I don't really understand. And I, I agree, it's not very fun when that happens. And weirdly, actually, when I was watching that podcast from five months ago with Todd Howard, he was even talking about that, how like trying to get the balance between showing what the game showing what you know telling the game what to do next versus leaving certain things to interpretation like there has, you have to get the right balance of that and yeah some games just they can't quite get it right and they overdo it or underdo it so yeah because uh, there's even like a good example being like god of war where is it atreus is that the boy's name yeah yeah where he'll like shout out what you need to do next but very like you could be stuck on a puzzle for like 30 seconds and he'll shout out the answer and it's like hang on give me a minute, I want to figure it out, kind of thing. And that's like, well, yeah, that was probably sure. one of the biggest gripes for God of War. And I feel like that's like that in a lot of games now, where like, if you've got like a companion, they'll just tell you what to do next. Which I think is good, but it shouldn't be as quick as, as it is sometimes. Like, again, it's just all about the balance. And I think a simple solution for that is you're putting in the options menu, right? Just like companion Or just having it off. be like a button. Because they, they do that in Jedi, actually. Um, if you want a hint what to do next, you, if you hold down the BD button, He'll then give you a hint as to be like, probably check out this spot. Oh, he never ever nice. gets tells you. He just you have to hold the button down specifically for it. So that's cool. I like that. I think that's probably like that's that. probably a better option, I'd say. But um, <laughs> to be honest, Jay, like, I know it might sound weird to some people out there, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm really glad you told me to use a guy because I actually had a really good time going through the game with the guys. Thank you. People don't realize how much fun using a guide actually can be. Like. It removes the stress, the anxiety, 100%. and I still tried a few puzzles on my own. Like I, I genuinely yeah. did. Like if I felt like I could do it, I would have done it. But like I'm not going to sit there. And I, I know some people will get pleasure from writing out on a piece of, but like fuck, nah, bro, nah. Yeah, sometimes you just want a bit more of a relaxing time, mm-hmm. even though you're playing a stressful game. You want to be relaxed while you're playing a stressful game. Like people come home in de-stress while playing COD. Right. Pretty stressful. <laughs> right. You know? So I don't, Kevin's I don't think character a in House of Cards. There. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I went, I completed it, Jay. I finished it. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Thing? No, I Jesus. did every area apart from the last area because I thought, fuck that. So I basically finished it. Hey, I uninstalled it. T- <laughs> finished the last area? Are you kidding me? Nah, Jay, because it's like auto generated oh, puzzles God. and stuff. So like, nah. Oh, okay. So is, is it like not fully, is it, you finished the campaign, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying the last area of the campaign, like th- some puzzles that I'd be stuck on, I wouldn't be able to figure out because they're auto-generated. Right, they're procedural. They're procedural. Right, so they're random. As in and I didn't fancy for that. So. Yeah, no, that's understandable. I can, I can, I can understand. I did that. every area in the game apart from the final area. Fair enough. And I stopped there. <clears throat> hit the wall. I, hit, I did hit the wall. Jay, this last, very last game of this long list, you might be a little bit sad to hear about, um, mm. but we have been playing Woe Long together a little bit. We have. A little bit, yeah. Um, I've checked it out on your recommendation. I've been playing it quite a bit. I've been listening to the Metallica album while playing it, and Evanescence, actually. I've been having a good time. I like the parry system. I like the gameplay. I think the game looks amazing. That's fine, yeah. I love playing it with Jay. Jay's been a bit busy recently, and I've actually realised, Jay, again, I'm enjoying it. I just, I'm not enjoying it enough to finish it properly. I feel like I've had the taste of how my flow, until you come to a place where, like, sorry? How many hours have you put into it, roughly? I want to say 10 to 15. 
maybe 20. Okay, so you're about halfway. Okay. Maybe 20. Um, but unless, you know, you were like, Nick, I really want to play it with you, I, I will probably <laughs> yeah. leave it, to be honest. I mean, I feel like I've already put in my 50-odd hours or so, so. You have. I mean, there's, there's potential DLC coming, so I haven't I haven't got rid of it yet. But um, yeah, I, I tend to not get rid of my games very easily, just in case. So uh, we'll see on that one. But yeah, I'm a bit wo-longed out at this point, I think. Don't blame you. Don't blame you. If yeah, you were a diehard fan of that genre, which some people are, I get why it would you know satisfy the need following Elden Ring. But um, yeah, not yeah. just not. I for think Wolong's fairly shallow in comparison to uh, a lot of other Souls-like games. Mm. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's it's like simple but good in that way. And at the moment, Jay, I am playing Dark Souls Remastered. The first one, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's fair. How are you finding it so far? How far are you in? I am in the... I'm about to get to Nito. The big skull thing. Massive skull thing. In the dark. I'm in the dark. Everything is dark. And there's lots of skeletons and I'm in the dark. (laughs) Everything is dark. That's hilarious. I've got the Lord Vessel. I'm going after my first, first Lord Soul, if that helps. Okay, yeah, that helps. Um, oh, wow. I can't even imagine playing Dark Souls 1 nowadays. Jesus Christ. Well, I'll be honest, Jay. That feels like, that feels like 20 years ago. <laughs> it's getting close to it, honestly. Yeah, it's true. What, was it 2009? I think so, yeah. 2008, 2009? So in five years, it'll be 20 years old? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, that's scary to think about. So okay. yeah, so it's funny actually, Jay, because um, I have played Apache, but I'm trying to play it concentrated now. But um, I, I, as soon as I started playing it again, I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying this a lot more than Wolong, despite everything I just said about <laughs> Wolong. Yeah, oh yeah, it's funny how that happens, isn't it? I feel like I think a lot of it is just to do with level design too. I think oh, uh, dude, Dark Souls, uh, Souls games just have they are ten out of ten level design. They that really is probably are. the reason why they've done so well, honestly. They really are, and they I was have, wondering, they have the Jake, best level like, design of any game ever. When I was pl- when I'm playing it, I'm sort of like, is it just that there's so many little things that my mind is enjoying? Because I don't quite understand why I wouldn't enjoy Wolong and why I enjoy Dark Souls. If that makes sense, like I'm literally playing I it. I'm like, it's because is it animation? Is it any... preciseness? Is it you know? I think there's hardly any, hardly any downtime in Dark Souls in terms of like um, things to keep you on your toes. Whereas Wolong, there seems to be a bit more of a space in between, and it's because it's not as it's not open world in quotes. There's it doesn't feel as daunting, and I feel like when a game is daunting, it makes you want to find out more so that you have more control over it. Versus a Wolong, you know the missions are going to end soon, so there's no control to be had, or or you have more than you you have more control over it, so there's no need to there's no sort of journey you have to go on necessarily. Whereas with Dark Souls, you have to find everything. You have to have, you know, have to sort of gain the courage a bit more. Mm. So it becomes more about the journey than it does the destination, which is how it should be for most games. It's about the journey, not the destination. By the way, I am using a guide as well, and I'm loving it. Good. You bloody should be. Jesus Christ, Dark Souls. Oh my God. Going into that game blind? My God. Dude, I got through Bloodborne without a guide, but um, yeah, Dark Souls is a whole nother league. Whole nother league. More easy to do. Like I think again, Bloodborne is the most accessible uh, Souls game of all time. It really is. Over Elden Ring. Yes. Okay. 
All right. I think but, they're probably on par. But yeah, they're dude, par. some of the shit in Dark same. Souls is like a joke, frankly. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things that if you don't know about it, you'll be like, well, do I want to keep playing this? Because it'd probably frustrate you a lot. But if you're used to some of it, then it might you might be all right. I don't know. It just depends. It honestly, depends on your like your where your line is for the amount of shit you can tolerate. It's true because it's very uh, very unforgiving. Souls games in general are just unforgiving. Jay, but if, you can, if you master it, it's more you know you, it feels better. Sure, sure. I'm trying my best. The area I'm in at the moment is annoying me. I don't like not yeah, being able to see. Most areas are. It's really. I hate it when hard. yeah you can't see or you're constantly poisoned. Or you're cursed Water. a lot of the time. Oh my fucking god! It's yeah, so being sluggish, not being able to move, or there's a boss that is just like way too. You just cannot figure out its pattern, and it keeps hitting you in hitboxes that it shouldn't be able to, and all this kind of dumb shit. But that's what's so lovable about it. You have to, you have to conquer it, right? It's about conquering. Yeah, I just, I'm not sure my strategy at the moment is working with the dark thing, but um, I'll see how it goes. I was gonna say I never really thought too much about my build when it came to Dark Souls One or Two. I feel like builds only really mattered to me after like maybe three. How did you even get like through the game, dude? Exactly. Yes, I don't really know. Like you I literally just had like so a long well. sword, like no... and just fucking. I think I had this Vihander most of the, I, I most of my. Um, oh, I just picked that up. Souls experiences are uh, find the biggest sword, great sword you can find, and just use that the entire time. So you're Super you're you're min maxing heavy damaging hits. I'm so all about great swords. So you're min maxing your strength. Is that correct? Oh yeah, strength and vitality is the only thing I really go for, and stamina. They're like the three things. You need a lot of stamina for big swords. <laughs> I love the simplicity of that strat, Jay. I really do. Oh yeah, just 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 do a strength build. You don't even do anything else. Just do strength, vitality, and stamina. It's the, only, the only things you really need in the game. Mm. You don't really need much else. Like if you're a magic build, then you're probably going to want again a lot of stamina, health, and magic. You just stick to three things. Keep it simple. Yeah, no, no, there's like you, Souls games are not about complicated. It's all about keeping it simple. But some people like, like to go down that path, resources. don't they? You know, like magic. Yeah, that's and... for experimenting later on. But you know, that's just make it more challenging, if anything. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'll come back to you on how I get on with that. Uh, oh, I just want to say, to hear how you get on. We... I can't wait till we play Dark Souls Two. You're gonna sure. hate it. I'm gonna hate it. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna hate it. It's how so come? different. Uh, you'll find out. Okay, it's different in a bad way, but in a fun way too. I think I think the story is still great, and the bosses are amazing, and the level design is top notch. But there's some gameplay mechanics that are just like a massive departure, but not in a fun way. I think I know what you're referring to, but we'll come back to that probably. Uh, I had the uh, front and back door open because uh, we were doing some work around the house. This is odd. Dow were down. Okay. And uh, fortunately, um, I don't know about a hundred flies have thrown flown through oh, while the doors I have been open. I love that you said this. I love that you said this. And there's a fly on my wall, and I actually want to kill myself. Do you know what's funny? Throughout the year, I make it a point to never open windows and doors. Even during the summer, I try not to. Like if we have the back door open and we want to get an airflow, the curtains are shut. And they are like taped to the wall, basically. They're like stuck. So if every fly comes in, it's going to hit into the curtain. Uh, same with the front of the house, like the kitchen window. The curtain has to be in front of it. There's no way a fly is getting in. I think last year we only had like maybe four flies the entire year. Oh my god! Just because I'm so good, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep them out as best I can. Yeah. Like flies are my worst enemy. I fucking I'm good at killing them, but I hate it. 
I hate having to deal with it. It just bugs Dude, me. Dude, what? It's like when really you go to sleep and they know where your ear is. I'm like, how? Oh, fuck. No, I've, I bet flies don't come anywhere near upstairs. They don't leave the downstairs area. Oh, okay. They don't have any window. All the windows upstairs are closed, even during the summer. Fuck sure, that. Sure. I mean, mum's might be open, but mine is it, taped shut. It doesn't help that I haven't got thing. any doors in the house, basically, because we're doing it, renovating it. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't help yeah. either. No. Nope. I hate. I actually. <laughs> you gotta hate learn. It. You gotta learn the way to keep these things out, man. Oh, or just get a fly it. trap. Get a fly trap. Venus fly trap. No, as in like one of those sticky things that you hang from the ceiling. Oh sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Either get one of those, or I think put out like a bowl of vinegar or something, like a dish of vinegar. A bowl of vinegar does that it? works. Yeah, I think that attracts them. They just get stuck in it. They just sort of like. Oh well, I'll look up some home remedies because I'm going to need to do something before I go to bed. I think, yeah, yeah. All right, Jay, that's enough of me waffling. Now let's get to Mm -hmm. your big, big updates of what you've been playing. Let me let me start with one because we missed this last time. My dad, I don't know if we did even speak about it. My dad's an avid competition goer. Um, he likes to do competitions, and he won a competition a gaming competition to win three copies of wild hearts the uh what's it called the uh monster hunter type game competitor um, clone. so he he thought clone. it'd be a good idea to keep one from keep one for himself and give the other two to me and then he said if you want to give them to nick you can so i did and then i've been playing wild hearts for a little while i'm not ungrateful for everything Andrew. else came out you know i was like well i'm gonna be playing this that'll be fun So yeah, I played that for a little while. And how was it? It's pretty good actually. Yeah, it's very it's a pretty I'd say more accessible than Monster Hunter, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, I think maybe if had I not played Monster Hunter I'd probably find it more difficult to play. But I almost feel like I um I swam before I could or no, I ran before I could walk almost, you know. I went I got on the deep end as it were. For Wild Hearts or Monster Hunter, sorry. Um for uh, like I played Monster Hunter before I played Wild Hearts, and Monster Hunter is a lot harder, I'd say. A lot oh, less accessible. okay, right, okay, got you. That makes sense. So overall, then, how uh, how far did you get? Are you still playing it? What's the crack? Um, are you okay? You're looking at your phone. I probably played like twenty hours. Okay. Ish, and then I was like, I think then Dead Island came out, so I was like, I'll play that from okay. here on out. Um, I'll probably come back to it. I don't know if I ever will, but it's just it's fine. It definitely doesn't run the best, but once you get past the sort of beginning of the game, it, you kind of get used to it. So it's all pretty it's well done, it. I think. I don't know actually. I think it, it must have sold okay. Hard to say. Hard okay. to say. All right. Um, what do I play next? Yeah, Dead Island Two. Dead Island Two. I play next. Um surprisingly amazing well we like, talked about just, we did talk, we talked about it last recording but obviously you've played it since we, how much did we talk about it <laughs> um um yeah i think i've come to realize that it's actually like a hell of a lot better than i initially thought okay like it actually runs kind of amazing you know it runs amazing um, yeah like i wouldn't it didn't really drop too many frames like it runs 60 pretty well okay and in pretty good resolution too. I actually saw someone, someone made a video of like the comparison of the uh, the scans of like the graphics in the game compared to the real 
places in LA that they're supposed to be recreating. Sure. And it's honestly like pretty scary how close they get, like how graphically amazing it looks. Very, very surprised. Um, yeah, I, I, I must have spoke about it a lot, didn't I, last time then? Yeah, you did. We, we spoke about a lot of it. We spoke about the car system, <sighs> the graphics, the gameplay. But obviously, since then, you you, yeah, okay. you finished it, I suppose, right? Oh, yeah, I got I got 1,000G on it, which wasn't that difficult, actually. I think it's funny. I uh, All I had to get was the... The last thing I had to get was, uh, was the co-op achievements. You got them in the end. Um, uh, yeah, I got them like within like twenty minutes. It's kind of ridiculous. So one of them is to be revived five times by a player, and then the other one is just to do five quests with a player. Um, the five times revive thing. I literally jumped into a game, and the first game I jump into is one guy who just keeps dying. Um, also, no, the achievement is to revive someone five times. He just kept dying. Like he just, I don't know if he was like trying to give me the achievement. We didn't even speak to each other. He was like, we kind of like understood the the agreement. Like. He died five times. I revived him. I died five times. He revived me, and we were both like, "Right, see ya," and then just went. <laughs> like we oh. kind of understood the assignment like right away. So I got very, very lucky with that. If not, that probably would have took me a few hours to get more than likely. Sure. Um, and then right after that, I just sort of joined another person's game, and they were like, "Yep, let's just do five missions. Let's go." That's what we All did. Right. So I did it in like I did it in like half an hour. It's amazing. It was uh, very, very good. And then because uh, so last time we spoke. You basically said that you had those co-op achievements, and then you had to like finish all the side quests. And I think that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Okay, fine. What's yeah. next? Didn't your take list? me very long. Didn't take me very long. Um, what is next? I can't even remember now. What should I do next? What should I do next? <sighs> I guess I briefly spoke about Redfall already, didn't I? Yes, um, Unless yeah, you I played wanna... that. I played that. Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the best. Like it's again, it has something there, but I I don't know. I, the thing that annoyed me the most about it was the fact that it had, I think twenty or t- yeah twenty seventeen G achievements. Oh, have you got some? I have got some, but luckily I managed to get back that round to a, a zero or a five. Oh, so I sort God. of like once I got there, I was like, right, I'm not playing it anymore. I just want to finish there. Why the fuck <laughs> would they do that? I don't know. I think they did it on purpose to keep people playing it. I think they knew that people were going to not want to play it, and if they got a funny G achievement, they were like, well, I'm going to have to do more. I'm going to keep playing it. Did Deathloop like, have... Did you play people. Deathloop on um, Xbox? Yeah, or... I thousand did that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't have any funny achievements, I'm pretty sure. I, I think you played it on um, PlayStation, didn't you? No? No, it was on Xbox. It was on Game Pass, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. That's right, you did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if I may say very quickly, Jay, um, obviously, someone was right about Redfall. Uh, me... And um, <laughs> yeah. I will, <laughs> I will also just say that, or ask even Jay. I'm still, after everything that's happened, I'm still not entirely sure what the game is. So, would you mind just telling me, like, is it a Borderlands game? Is it de- like what is the game? Oh, um... <sighs> just curious, really. What's that's... the best way to describe it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's a very, very short, well, actually not that short of a game. It looks short of a game from the beginning, but it's not actually. You realise you have to do like a whole other thing, which I didn't even get to in the end. Um, what, a bit like a Lord Vessel thing where like you think you finished the game by ringing the two bells and you've got like yeah, four yeah, more Yeah, you go, literally sort of like, there's, like, you're in Redfall okay. and you're like, there's not really much to do here and you finish all of it and you're like, well, what's next? And you end up in a different part of like a different map elsewhere and you're like, oh my God, it's actually a whole second Not called Redfall. 
yeah, it's like a whole different name, the whole thing. It's really odd. Um, which oh. I never got to in the end. Um, but I found out later. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very, it's funny. You actually get like legendary stuff like very early on. Okay. Like you, you, it's pretty easy to find legendary gear constantly. I think the cool thing about which I'm kind of glad about because, uh, I like it when games do that because you'll get like a legendary piece at like level eight and you can you can find that again at like the max level just fairly easily if you grind for it you know sure i like it that they, they allow you to test that kind of stuff but it just seems very um very basic very simple not really much of a borderlands game but like is it's it in rp is it an open world, world rpg like like what is it yeah like that you can you can go anywhere on the map okay um you just have to go back to base pick a main mission Okay. Uh, you're on the way. You'll find the odd side mission here and there. There aren't really that many. Um, and then there's six safe houses you have to go to. Each safe house has a main mission. Okay. And then it has a a boss mission. And then once you've done all the boss missions and the main missions, you can then defeat the main boss of the area. And then once you've done that, you then move on to the next area, and you just do that once more, and then you're done basically. Okay. Um, it honestly felt like I'd probably by the time I was finished the campaign, I wouldn't even be close to the max level. Like you'd probably be at like level twenty, and the uh, max level is level forty. Right. Okay. So you wouldn't even be close, which kind of like worries me. Um, the other thing is the multiplayer doesn't really work very well. Um, does it match me? Like or... <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of weird. Like it. I try, remind me what it's like in Borderlands, but if I was to join you in a co-op how would yeah. the progression of my campaign be so it changed it on like the that, game as be... far as as but i believe borderlands 3 was pretty much perfect in that it would if you had the quest in your log it would carry over progress and i think yeah. if you were at the right point in the story it would sort of carry on but if you went to yeah. like say a end game world and you had a level one character you would you would be able to fight enemies and you'd be able to do all that, but you wouldn't um, like you would when you got to that bit in in your game. Yeah, it wouldn't it, have counted. You could just do it again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of the opposite of that in in Redfall. Like the host of the game, their progress will continue, but not yours won't do. Oh, it that's what they said about that before launch, didn't they? Didn't they? Pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 So they they they're sort of calling it a multiplayer game, but it isn't really. It's it's a badly put together single player game yeah i have to say jay in like 2023 that's pretty unacceptable don't you think like, <sighs> yeah which spitball them but i'm honestly kind of just fed up talking about redfall at this point <laughs> okay right move on move on which i never thought i'd ever say but there we are um let's talk about uh uh hellblade yes please i played hellblade yes you did i thousand g'd it in like three and a bit hours i want to say i played the whole thing following a guide okay yeah sure pretty good yeah funny enough i think if i hadn't followed the guide i probably would have found it pretty difficult it probably would have spent to me at least twice the amount of time (laughs) to find the collectibles (laughs) there's there's no the collectibles were fairly easy it was just the uh it was like some of it was like how the hell would i figure any of this out like the puzzle aspect of it like some of it was like how the hell some of it was pretty easy like i did i did most of the game on my own I, sure. did, I pretty much just did a, a, a collectible guide, but there was moments where I was watching the guy doing it. I was like, oh, I should probably watch him do this because that looks way too difficult for me to figure out. 
I'd say about two thirds of the way in is when I got stuck. I was like, oh, I should probably follow what he's doing because uh, if not, I would have never figured that out. Kind of Did thing. you play with headphones on, Jay? Mm, no, but I know what you, I know what you're going to say, and that I should have done because they had the sort of like voices and everything, and it was going back and forth. I kind of regretted not doing that, but I, my TV is good enough where I still got a similar experience. I that's cool, but it I is. I kind of wish they put that at the beginning of the game where I said you should probably play with headphones. I think they do. If I'm yeah, I can't know if they did or not because I remember looking at it being like, it's probably." Should, I've, I remember saying to myself, "They should have put a warning here," but they didn't. I, I don't think know if they, do. they do, but I, I could be wrong. Because I know a lot of games do have that, but I'm pretty sure this one didn't. Okay, I actually didn't. Know, I, I noticed a spelling mistake in the subtitles actually in one particular area, which I thought was quite funny. I think at the very end of the game, there's like there should be like a. I think someone tried to say "not," but it said "no" instead. Ah. Just thought it was quite. I just like one of those things I noticed. It was like, oh, that's a bit of a weird spelling mistake. But okay. Um, I was very happy to get this message, Jay, when you messaged me because obviously you know I love Hellblade. And what did you say? <laughs> yeah, Jay? I, just, I needed to. I needed to know what the fuss was all about. I needed to know why people hyped up so much. And I was like, oh, this game is genius. I understand it. I can see why it was way ahead of its time. Graphically, Jesus Christ. Storytelling wise, holy crap. Uh, mechanically, genius. Like the whole thing is is ten. It's a ten out of ten game. Easy. It is a ten out of ten game. Isn't there's, there's, it's not even a debate. <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. I will yep. say the game didn't explain the combat at all. You sure. had to just figure it out. And funny enough, I didn't actually, I didn't know there was a block until like my third or fourth fight. I didn't know there was a parry <laughs> until my second or third. There's parries in that um, game. I didn't. Yeah. If okay. you block at the right moment, it parries. I'm not Are you sure. Kidding? I you that. didn't. You didn't parry the entire time. I don't think I did. So you know when they shout focus at you yeah. and it says to use your focus? I don't know how to figure that out until my fifth or sixth one. I was like, I had no idea what the fuck it is. Okay. But if you if you parry when they shout focus, it counts as the same thing. Jesus. Because when the enemies go into like when the enemies go into like those uh like smoky figures. Sure. Where you can't hit them until you use your focus. Yeah. If you parry them, it does the same thing. Okay. It gets them out of the smokiness. Okay. Um so yeah, no, I'm I'm glad they did that because it made it more challenging and more fun to figure it out. Sure. Um, I didn't know there was a dodge until my second or third fight. I just thought there was attack and that was it. <laughs> so I was so confused. I had to look up the controls again. I was like, what What am I missing here? Is there something else I'm missing? Oh fuck it out. Um, but I'm kind of glad I figured it out in the end. But um, but yeah, no, it is. I I know that the game is pretty much a uh, like the whole story is, is surrounding like uh, mental illness, basically, isn't it? It's right. Like a whole mental illness advocation game, which I thought was quite cool, and it actually. Um, resonated with me a lot. I've dealt with a lot of that type of stuff, the type of feelings that she's going through in some instances. And I was like, wow, this game actually gets it. They, the people who made this 100% have gone through some shit as well. I was like, oh yeah, they've, they've had the similar feelings that I've had. And I, yeah, I can, they understand. They, they, they get it. They <laughs> I was do. like, wow, this game actually gets what, how I felt before. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, wow, okay. They certainly do. I was pretty happy about that. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, no, it was uh, the fact that it was yeah a mental illness application game, but told through a sort of Viking lens. It was quite cool. The music was pretty amazing. Sound design was great. Visuals amazing. Yeah, the, I actually played it in uh, in uh, in quality mode, so I didn't play it in performance mode. I didn't. It didn't need it at all. There wasn't just. Ah, uh, I, I, I kind of get that. I I do kind of get that. To be fair. I basically thought to myself, well, if, if people are boasting about the visuals game, I might as well play in quality. Like if I, which I'll come, I'll actually the reason why I played it in quality was because of Jedi Fallen Order, honestly. Um, so which I'll transition into. 
Sure. Unless you want to ask me some questions about Hellblade. Uh, yes. Firstly, you're welcome. Uh, secondly... Um... No, I didn't play it because of you. This is what happened, okay? I went through my list. I, I finished playing Jedi, and I was like, I'm still in the mood to achievement hunt right now. Let me go on Game Pass and see what games are really, really easy G. It will take me maybe an hour or two. Okay. And I, I, I didn't even think initially. I went through the games, being like, well, "Okay, what games do I want to play that I haven't played yet?" And so I picked out like two or three games. Yeah. And then I went through. I went through the games again. I went from top to bottom and went right. What games out of these seem like they're probably pretty easy? G. So I picked another two or three games. And then out of like the six games I picked, I think I played Hellblade and a game called Genesis Noir. Yeah, the uh, so again, like a two. No, no, you talking about no, you talking about the Game Pass one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Game Pass one, which again was like a two-hour easy thousand G game. I just thought, oh fuck it, I'll play that for a bit. What was it like? Uh, pretty fun puzzle game. Did you finish thing. it? It's, it's point and click. Yeah, finished it in about two and a half hours. Do you use a guide? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Does that it, it give you like with, it comes with a DLC free as well? So you get twelve hundred and ten G. When you go through a game like that, Jay, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you yeah, go through a game like that and you use a guide and stuff, does that give you kind of like 360 nostalgia vibes? Like achievement hunting sort of thing? or? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it did. it's funny because I was following a Maca guide initially. Maca guide? That kind of had a spray. Yeah, that kind of. But uh, he, his guide didn't include the DLC, so I had to go find someone else's. Um, but yeah, it kind of gave me that sort of like early, early days following stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. Um, so yeah, what was I talking? I was talking about yeah, Hellblade. So you want to ask me questions? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, well, not. Oh yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Let me just let me just have a quick sort of moment of recollection. So I played that game probably four years ago now. Maybe. Five I say like, when did it come ago? out? Twenty thirteen. Twenty seventeen. No, fuck off. <laughs> okay. No, there's no there's no way it came out that recently. Holy shit! It did. 20, that came out in 2017? I could have swore that came out like so long ago. I could have swore it was like a, it was like an Xbox One, like like a year after Xbox One came out. Jesus Christ. That's insane. That's only six years old. I mean, I say only, but all right. Yeah, yeah. it is a, kind of insane. What's, I want to know what the actual actress, the actress she looks like. Wow, okay. She does look like Senua, to be I kind fair. of fell in love with the actor. It's weird. That's another thing. Her name, the way you say it, is quite interesting, too. It's Senua. Which is interesting. I always thought it was like Senua or something, but Senua. Oh, well, I've been Very saying odd. Senua, so... It's Senua. Yeah, it's okay. weird. Okay. Fair. Yeah, no fair. I know. I, was uh... I actually liked the combat. The combat was sick, too. Yeah, the combat's great. I love the simplicity of it, Jay. You know, like it. It does have it that kind of double get A 10 feel, out of 10. but it got one ten out of ten. Oh, dude! Like, honestly, don't even go there. But Hang like, on. I love the the space what? it occupies in that. It's what? like a triple A game that lasts like four to five hours. I think it's what. Well, just funny. Cool. It didn't feel like it felt like a triple A game that wasn't triple A game. It felt almost like a tech demo. But a very, very well put together one. Yeah, sure. Like a double A game. Because the menu, super basic. Yeah. The game, super basic. Yeah. But there isn't really much to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm the... surprised why it's taken this long to make the second one. Oh, um, don't even go there. But the execution on what they do. Is... Yeah, yeah. It's spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm glad you it liked it. It almost felt the the aspect of having to like line up the puzzle, like the stairs and everything, and like focus in on it. That felt a little bit out of place. That was probably my one gripe. I was like, that feels a bit odd. Feels a bit. It feels a bit three sixty esque. Hmm. Which isn't a bad thing. I think it actually kind of worked in the end. But initially, I was like, must be odd. Feels a bit out of place. But it kind of like it kind of felt like it kind of fit in the sense that it was all kind of in her head, right? My question, you might well, my question, Jay, my main one is that I still remember the ending of that. By the way, the ending of that game is bombastic, right? The ending but... is different depending on if you get all the. Uh... Well, actually, no, that's a lie. There's a there's a secret, um, like thirty second extra scene that you get if you get all the collectibles. Oh sure. Um, also, I love the human list, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I just wonder, do you think the ending for me basically says that it's all in her head? What What do you think? Like what? Yeah, no, it was pretty much all in her head. It was a mental episode, it was a psychosis. Right, right. After having lost her, uh, her other half. Whoa, spoilers! Yes, yeah, I mean not really. I mean it's pretty much the beginning of the game. You see that? Oh, really? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so okay. like the first twenty minutes, you realise. Dude, that, I uh, still remember the opening of that game when you're on the boat, right? And you just swim in, like. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, wow. Like, it was basically the whole idea was that obviously it was like the going over the river sticks. Um, you know, the ferryman kind of without the ferryman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was very. It was yeah. It kind of blew me away the first like my jaw was on the floor for like the first ten oh, minutes. Dude, like, oh, dude, the bit God. with the. Is it the Hellhound or the? Oh my God! It scared the shit out of me. Yeah, you know, like when it like barks at you when you like um, not in light or what? Oh fucking hell! I hated that bit. Yeah, the game was surprisingly scary. Yeah, you, you are basically in someone's like it's you're in their mental. That scared the shit uh, out of me. It's all about the imagination. Yeah. Now that we're talking scary. about Jay, I've got a feeling I either finished it in one or two nights. Yeah, I did it in one sitting. I started it. At six PM, and I finished it about ten midnight. Oh, I think so. It took you like six hours. <sighs> it might have been ten. I don't know. I don't look when I took the photo. It took me about six me hours. So let me check the. Fo- if I look at the photo, that'll tell me exactly when. So I took a photo and sent it to you, didn't I? So it was quite late, I think. Yeah, it was very late. I took the photo. I took the photo just after midnight. I might have started it maybe more like seven, half seven, but even so. Yeah, I think it took me roughly four and a half, five hours, give or take. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I thought cool. it was going to be a lot shorter than that, actually. When really? I saw guides online, they were like, eh, it takes about three hours. I was like, fuck. Oh, mate, those guys suck. They're always like, yeah, the game takes like 30 hours to platinum. No, it fucking doesn't, mate. Like... It's funny. People either way over it or way under it. It's true. It's true. They never, ever get it close. I think the only time I've ever seen it close is that 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 website that says how long does it take to complete a game or whatever it is. Yeah. How long to complete? They're, they're probably the closest I've seen. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But do you they, know what annoys me as right, well, Jay, is often. when they do uh, when they do uh, trophy guides, I think I've already complained about this, but they'll be like, yeah, Crash 4 is like an 8 out of 10 difficult. No, it fucking oh, isn't. Yeah, yeah, Crash 4 yeah. is yeah, a 12 all, out of 10 difficult. Like, it's all subjective. It depends on your own skill. No, it doesn't. I think they just they sort of, they put it out on averages, don't they? Oh, just like, I actually think Senu is pretty difficult. We chat. That's another about. question. Did you play, what what difficulties did you play on? 
This was way before my Bloodborne time. I've, yeah, so this was basically your first instance I of the think, Souls. Like, I this think, game is basically from memory, I had it on normal and combat. I put it down to difficult, uh, to easy, if I'm being honest with, with yeah, you. Yeah, I played, I played the whole thing on easy. I had to. Yeah, because some of it's quite hard, I wanted to get, right? It was more about getting through it than actually, like, I didn't think the game was going to be difficult. I just thought to myself, well, I want to get, I want to finish this tonight, so I'm going to play it on easy. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Even, I actually forgot the game had combat until I started combat. I was, oh shit, there's, there's combat in this game. Oh bugger, <laughs> I forgot it had it. Well, to be fair, it was I think the only instance I'd ever seen the, of actual gameplay of the game was one person fighting like one enemy. That's sure. the entire thing. I'd ever, I didn't even know what the game was hardly about. To be honest, sure, I went into it completely blind, which is funny after a game has been out for six years and widely loved. You know, but I that's a good thing, so I think. I think oh, dude, if I got this not blind, it would have killed me. Yeah, I would have hated it probably in comparison. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I think you're oh, such a good way game. better but off. Yeah, I'm glad I, I. I think over the last week, I've gotten like almost 4,000 G out of games, I think. Wow. Fair play to you. Just because, just you know, I was in the mood for achievement hunting at the time. So. Sure. <laughs> I'm conked out now. Is, I was going to say, is there anything like else that, that yeah, you're thinking about that you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of fancy that? Well, there was that Genesis Noir game. Uh, there was, the other games I downloaded were Contrast. Um, what else was there? There was something else as well, but I forgot what it was now. There was like one or two other games that were super easy G. Oh, did you play I Contrast? fell out of the mood. No, I wanted to. I almost did, but I. Oh, I, I that's a good game. Either I'm going to play Genesis Noir, or I'm going to play Contrast. I picked Genesis Noir, and I thought so. I'll play Contrast after, but then by the time I finished Genesis Noir, I was so yeah. like fried out of getting achievements. I was like, oh, bug! I'm just going to go watch TV shows and movies instead. Oh, dude, Gen- um, Contrast is really cool. Um, it's also, it's made yeah, by no, Compulsion Games, it. who made who made uh, We Happy Few. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's I I like it. I think it's worth. Yeah, yeah, it looks Sorry. okay. I'll Sorry. probably come back. I haven't, del- I haven't deleted it yet, so I'll probably come back to it. Sure. And then the last game was Jedi. Jedi right. Survivor. The big one. The big one. The so new I, need game. To, I need to start out with this. Okay. Games launch awful. Okay. 60, doesn't run in 60 at all. Okay. It barely hits the mid 50s. Isn't so... that better than 30, though? I know that's a low bar, no. I'm just saying. No? Okay. So I've played games in 30 before. Okay. And they've been fine. Yeah. Because there's some games that do 30 that is unplayable. Agreed. For some reason, it's so, like, jittery, it just hurts your eyes the entire time. Sure. And there's other times where you go into 30 and you could barely notice a difference. And this time, you could barely notice a difference. So I probably played the first third of the game in, in 55, <laughs> 45, 50 frames. And the game looked awful because it was obviously in you know a worse quality to get better frames. Sure. And I thought to myself, dude, just go to thirty; it'll look a hell of a lot better. Because I can't stand looking at these terrible graphics anymore. I'm okay. not joking. The game looks awful in in performance. It looks terrible. Really? You um, think? And then that? when I switched over to wait, genuinely, when I switched over to quality, I was like, oh my god, this game just went from a seven out of ten to like a nine or a ten out of ten. You reckon? In visuals, seriously, it is so drastic. Okay. All right, all right, I say my point. only complaint is that there was still a lot of pop-ins still. Um, on, in performance mode, it's, there's screen mode. tearing to high heaven. But in quality mode, there's there's okay. almost none. Okay. I could bet, by the end of it, I was like, I can't even see it anymore. So, so I think I've actually changed my mind on the 30 frames versus 60 frames thing slightly. Okay. Slightly. I still think that we should be aiming for 60 frames 4K. I think that is the goal. But if at the moment we can only do 30, 4K, then I'm fine with that, I think. As long as they get it right, it's fine. 
So if, if Fallout, if Starfield ends up 34k and it's, it plays as well as um, Survivor, I'll be fine with that, I think, for now. I've somewhat changed my mind on it. So somewhat. let's so. let's hear it, Jay. So they've they've now pa- so you well, wait I, didn't I you wait a couple I'm, of days? I can't until really I... want to say too much. <laughs> no, fair I guess like, yeah, I could talk about the patch stuff. Yeah, so what happened was I played it for like I don't know eight hours or so. I was like, oh, this game's difficult to play. Um, so I went and played Redfall. Played Redfall two days. Regretted that. Came back to this, and by the time I come back, the uh, the patch had come out to fix it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll see if they've fixed the patch to make the 60 work didn't really do much difference screen tearing was still there still a bunch of properties the game still looked awful quick question it went went from like it went from like 50 on average frames to like 52 like it barely made a difference um i think most of most of the patch was to help the pc more than anything quick because the pc port was way worse couple of questions actually does quality mode still still 60 frames no 30 okay but but i've consistent day didn't didn't drop a single frame i understand but once... Actually, that's a lie it dropped a lot of frames but only when you were in the main hub okay and then so when they patched it were you then playing on performance mode eventually no okay i played two-thirds of the game in quality and i i'm so glad i did because the game graphically might be one of the best ones out there currently along with uh, horizon cute okay it's, it looks fun look dude graphics fuck me it's such a good looking game Oh shit! And oh, this game's definitely a game of the year contender. Okay, but I don't know if it. I think it might not be. I think it might just miss out just because of the bad launch. I'm not hundred percent sure. Oh, I think shit, a lot of games have had bad launches and then and then still been, you know, up there for it. Just trying to think of the question I had. We talking about patches? You went to Redfall for two days. You came back to Jedi. You're playing on. Quality mode. Played it on easy as well. I oh, did transition no. to normal for a brief amount of time. Okay. Then came back to it because I was like, I'm just getting fed up of having to keep hitting these motherfuckers. I just want to kill them in a couple strokes rather than seven or eight. You didn't want that Soulsy like uh, sort of experience. <sighs> it's just if it's, it, it it was like Souls, but if they tripled the amount of enemies. Oh. Uh, so it was very overwhelming. Like it wasn't a, it, not a Souls game. This is a quick aside, Jay. I don't mean to track from the topic, but there is definitely a balance when it comes to difficulty. So, like for instance, like a game like Call of Duty Three, which is a little bit broken, a little bit glitchy on veteran, is completely different to the difficulty in a Dark Souls game. You know what I mean? Yes, hundred percent. Where like level design, balance of enemies, number of enemies, health, all these types of things. But anyway, that's not mm-hmm. the all there. I think the balance is fairly good, actually, difficulty wise. I think okay. it was even still a challenge on story. All right, to a degree, I just, it was way easier. I think the, the the jump between story and like I think it goes story easy, normal, hard, very hard, mm. or like nightmare or whatever it is. Mm. And the jump between story and normal is actually fairly significant in terms of uh, enemy health and aggression, I guess, uh, which makes me fearful for people who want to play this on hard difficulty because Jesus Christ, I find that very difficult. I think if you played it on on hard or very hard, it would be a lot more like a Souls game, but harder. Because there's three times the amount of enemies. Mm. <laughs> like in Souls, you you most of the time you're going up against one or two enemies. In this, you're against like seven or eight most of the time. Oh my god! Like I'd probably say fifty percent of the time you're up against seven or eight, and then the fifty you're up against like two to four. Because I actually played on Jedi uh, Master difficulty for the first game, so the third from top. Sorry, the the second mm-hmm. from top, and I actually enjoyed mm-hmm. that 
within that game, but by the sounds of it, it mm. sounds different in this one. So no, I think I think you'd have a very similar experience. Okay, it's just I wanted to like know I could finish it. Let's put it this way: if I played it on normal, I probably would have only finished it yesterday. Sure. Okay. It would have been a much longer game. I think I put forty odd hours in. Okay. Hundred percent everything. So. Okay. And that's obviously my level of efficiency. So, Jake, give us your no spoiler. What are you no saying? Are you saying better than the first game? Are you? Well, hold on a minute. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is an improvement on the first game by a long shot. Okay. How do you feel about it at the moment? I'm not. 100% sold on the story quite okay. yet. Too lefty? What we say? Very, a little bit. Oh, a little bit like, God. where are you going with this? There's definitely a couple of conversations you have in the game where I'm like, oh, that's definitely a Star Wars line, isn't it? A, a 2023 Star Wars Disney line. line yeah, there. sure. A Disney, okay, it's a Disney line. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of, there's a, some very political conversations to be had in the game political i'm like oh that's yeah i mean it's star wars so it's all about politics you sure think? yeah no yeah just the star empire sucks you politics. know what i mean like but yeah i guess yeah, but they yeah. sort of go a bit more in depth with it depending on who you're talking to okay um so that was probably my only my one of my very minimal gripes with it uh graphically had a lot better than the last game mechanically sure. they added a bunch more to it I don't even know if you did. You, I'm not. I don't want, I don't want to say that. Um, Unfortunately, Jay. Yes, I did get a spoiler of some of the mechanics. I'm not happy about it. Okay. Um, skill ups review. Skill tree wise, I I maxed out the skill tree during I the game. Did some grinding for like skill points. I found an XP farm area and I XP farmed for like three hours. Um, and it wasn't actually that necessary. Didn't really need to. <laughs> How come you did that? I think you can actually max out. You can max out the by, uh, the end of the skill tree by the end of the game if if you know what you're doing. Did you feel underpowered at the time? So that, Was that part of your process? No, you could play the whole game. You, I'm genuinely, you could play the whole game without putting a single skill point in the tree. Okay. It it would make a pretty large difference, but it'd be it'd be like playing it like a more. It'd be more of a Souls game if you didn't put a single point into the tree. Like I didn't think any of the points in, in the lightsaber part of the tree was actually that beneficial until like the end game when I actually like sort of I would say the combat didn't really feel nice to do until like four fifths of the way in. It didn't really feel very nice. Like it, it was fine. It just didn't. I didn't really like understand how to use the weapons properly until like way probably like thirty hours into the game, which was a bit odd. You might you might have a different experience. You probably would. It might have just been me. Um. Okay, so that was a bit odd. No, no, it's cool. I, I I appreciate what you're saying. So a lot uh, of I actually watched quite a lot of reviews before okay. I played the game, and they were right about one thing in that the story does not get going until like two thirds of the way through. That's a shame. Actually, that's a lie. Like fifty percent of the way, maybe 40 50 percent of the way through the game. There's like one air. There's like one bit of the game that happens, and I'm like, oh my god, that was probably the best thing that happened in the Star Wars game ever. <laughs> That kind of blew my mind. Uh, I'm sold now. Sure, um, uh, I'd sure. say the best parts of the game is like 40 to like 80% of the way through, and then the last 20% and the first 40 are pretty now, story-wise. Which I think is pretty on par with most Star Wars. 
So the, the general consensus on getting Jay, and it's funny actually because uh, me and I were talking about how, despite the fact that we love the first game, as do you, um, me and Al aren't like rushing to buy this brand new, right? And the sort yeah. of general, I'm getting a few people saying like, oh, it's the perfect sequel and it's doing all these new things. Like obviously post patch, it's great. But then I'm also getting a few people saying like, yeah, it's more Fallen Order. Like, yeah, I mean it is more Fallen Order, but improved in small ways here and there. I definitely would say this is a buy on a slight sale, if not a massive sale. Um, I, I think the only reason I'm saying that is because I've already bought it full price, so it's kind of like I'm giving you the sure the lowdown. Like you, you hundred percent could have bought this game day one and would have been potentially just as happy as you would have been buying it half price. Sure. I think it was saying it's definitely worth sixty quid. Hundred percent worth sixty quid. It's worth the amount they're asking for it. I will say that. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Um. Honestly, don't really want to say too much more because I think it will spoil it. I mean, I can't really say too much. Um, I guess the one thing I will say is that the open world side of it and the collectibles and the making conversation with people was probably the best one of the better things about it. You, every time you come back to the main hub, you can have like a new conversation with each person. Okay, so cool. say you go do a main mission, you come back to the main hub, yeah. And each person that you have at the cantina, which is the main hub, sure. um, has a whole new dialogue option for you to like talk about. Okay. You have a whole new conversation. Cool. And it, you like learn a lot about people. Like I actually by the end of it, I was like, oh, I kind of care about this person now. <laughs> sure. I kind of like I enjoy this person's company. There was one character in particular that I really hope you fall in love with. That is probably my favorite Star Wars character in a long time. And I think it is a reference to a Adam Sandler movie, and I want you to figure that out later and come back to me. Oh, great. Okay. You've seen Adam Sandler's movies? Sure. Which ones have you seen? Zohan. Just name a couple. Click. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, that's about it. You need to watch more Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> watch some of the older ones, because uh, I gave dude, up on a good reference. I will say uh, this. This definitely feels like a millennial made this game, in a good way or bad way. In a good way, like it's a lot of references to movies. Oh, sorry, I thought things. you meant like a Gen Z. Sorry, yeah, okay, fine, millennial, yeah, fine, fine, fine. fine. I said, I said millennial. What do you mean? Yeah, I just different you generation. You said millennial. I heard Gen Z. You are tit. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Got you. Okay. Fine. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Yeah. No, it's a good game though. I really enjoyed it. I was very surprised. Yeah. By the end, there was yeah. By the end of it, I was like, I was a bit like wary of the sum of the story. I, I don't know. Uh, I was a bit annoyed about the amount of places you could go. How many places could you go into on four or five? How many planets? Four or five. Yeah, I think you can go to technically. Spoilers. Places like six. This is, yeah, okay. You can yeah, technically go to about six different places, but only three or four different planets. Well, there isn't. I feel like there's not as many places to go to, but there's more to do in each place. I I I think that's okay. I think there's roughly. Oh god, how many collectibles are there? Has it got much so collectibles? What? Sorry. Yes. What? 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 But, what? What? Um, there's a lot of collectibles. How many collectibles was that? Did you just say two hundred and three? <sighs> no, it might, I might be overdoing it. It didn't take me that long to collect everything. I should say that. It sounds like it's another great single-player so, Star Wars game, which is what we kind of hoped for. Yeah. Is that correct? 
It's much of the same, but better. Let's just put it that way. Do you think we? Were... I think actually one of the better characters in it was Merrin. Merrin carried this game hard. Do you think? Um, not to be a Debbie Downer, Jay. Do you think there is an element that is maybe we could have done with a little bit more from this game? Maybe that little extra ten percent that makes it that nine to a ten, maybe sort of thing, or yeah, there's some there's uh, like with most games nowadays, is there feels to be something missing. Like I think that's just my fault of my imagination of what I want from games, and that thing is always missing is the thing that I always want most of the time. But that thing I always want is I'm not ever really sure. So almost like the the sort of the the X factor, the thing that Chemical is like the hidden element that I, yeah, the fifth element that I don't really know about, you know. Yeah, sure. I just, I just don't know what it is. There's something about it that's missing, but I just as cheesy as this it sounds, Jay. Time, <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, as cheesy as this sounds, and I'm not for any second considering that the developers who made this game didn't love every minute of working on this game. Mm. And as cheesy as this sounds, I think passion and love goes a long way with certain projects. And for instance, um, I like to use Guardians of the Galaxy as an example of this in that Guardians of the Galaxy could have been a throwaway spin-off like who gives a shit, nobody even knows these characters. And it's probably turned out to, you know, be potentially the best mini franchise apart from maybe Iron Man, the best mini franchise within the whole MCU because it was just pure passion and love, I, I would argue. My... Per, uh, my opinion on that is the Guardians movies aren't Marvel movies they're James Gunn movies okay sure and there is a difference James Gunn makes James Gunn movies he doesn't, he doesn't make Marvel movies sure sure simple as and that's what makes them great as far as I'm concerned so I think they are the, the outliers they are the, the hidden gems within the MCU Yep, yeah, no I'm fair play. I think that it's a no, you can tell there is there is true true passion behind that. Mm. True, just having fun with it. Whereas, uh, yeah, what was I going to say about Star Wars? There was something I was going to say. Oh yeah, the the development of this game was a lot shorter than the last one, which I think is why the game didn't launch at its best capacity. That's really annoying. It basically, Jay, because... it basically had. Uh, a, a year less than the first game. It had three, I think, a little over three years. Whereas the first game had a little over four. That's really annoying because Fallen Order also launched in exactly the same way. Yeah. Jay, I remembered what I was going to ask you. Apparently, Goodbye. Xbox had the best version of this game, you text me, whereas usually it's PlayStation. What What's going on there? What the hell's going on? Yeah, PlayStation has a different system. There's some sort of like thing that it uses, utilizes that Xbox doesn't. And it basically made the gameplay worse on PlayStation. Um, the average frames on performance mode on PlayStation was like I think forty-eight, whereas on uh, on Xbox I think it was like fifty-six, fifty-five, fifty-six, which is obviously even much better. Um, and then I think the PS5 had a HDR problem where the HDR didn't kick in, so the game was dark as hell. <laughs> and the only way to fix it was to basically up the brightness on your TV so much that it hurt. Oh. essentially you had to basically put the game's hdr as low as possible and your tv's as high as possible and it made it look okay Jesus i think they Christ. eventually fixed it but it just didn't are just most didn't of these issues fixed now jay because i think they released two patch or three patches now right yeah they released a patch four days ago and today okay and they've fixed most of the issues okay. i haven't checked out the game since today's patch so i might have to get back to you on that one or did I delete the game? I don't even know if I deleted it. Are we considering that 
there will be free updates similar to the first game, but no proper DLC. I don't see any DLC. No. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I think that they're probably. I don't know if you remember they announced that Eclipse game. I do. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think it's being Fucking made out, by the same Jay, people. Jay, I've completely forgot about that game. Yeah. So do you know what's funny about that game? Mm. Do you remember the trailer, the announcement trailer for that? Yeah. That was made before they even know what the game was going to be about. Great. So when that trailer came out, the game hadn't even begun pre pre production. I thought they knew it would be in the Old Republic or whatever it was. I think literally the only thing they knew was where it was, what time on the timeline it was going to be set. Great. That's the only thing they knew. Great. They so don't that, know what that game is like game four years be. off then, basically. Probably four or five, yeah. Great. Potentially. Unless they were joking about all that and made us, you know, juking us out, I'm not even sure. They could be April Foolsing us too late. We'll, we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. haven't got too many other questions, Jay. I mean, like, I feel like we've covered a lot. I, I kind of just want to see what you think about it now. I'm kind of <laughs> curious what the game's going to be like in a couple of months' time. Sure. If it's going to be, if it's actually going to work. I would honestly, I genuinely say, don't play on performance. Not worth it. I'm, I mean, I'm going to. I'll see how the it is. I'll awful. see how it I'm is. I'm not joking. It's like the difference between 720 and 1080. 720 and 1440. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. If anything, it felt like it felt more like the difference between 1080 and 4K. It was just like, Jesus, like it was hard to look at. But to be fair, I guess it, it was, was 1080 like, versus 4K, probably, oof. right? Yeah, it's probably close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I would say there's definitely parts of the game where you're like, this game's probably running at like 15 frames right now, but it it goes away pretty quick. Okay. I'm hoping they'll fix that. But we'll see. Okay. I'd probably recommend earliest getting this game, like Christmas. Yeah, I appreciate Maybe. that. Yeah. Maybe. Because I think yeah. even when the first one came out, I think when did it come out? September, 2019. I think I bought it. Maybe seven, eight months after it came out. Yeah, and I bought it after you point, played it. it I fixed, think, right? So. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I think you played it during I'm quarantine, quarantine didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we both did actually. I think we both. Did. It was like the first get Indie treated me. It was like the first game she got when I think I first went on furlough. Pl- finished it in uh, yeah, like five probably. days. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, great game. I actually didn't. I didn't thousand G that, so I might go back and try and do that. Although oh my god! Please sort your so. life out and go do that. <laughs> Actually, I think I had more fun getting collectibles in this game than I did in the in the first one. Interesting. I will say Cal is a lot more of an interesting character in this too. He's a lot more likable. He was a bit. He was a bit of an ass in the first game. A bit of a I think child. he was a bit bland in the first game. Yeah, he was just a child. He was just really young. Yeah, seeming. He was just like he just felt like like an eighteen year old that got kicked into the real world too soon. Yeah. Whereas in this, he feels like a mid twenty year old who seen some shit and knows what he's doing now sure to a degree. sure all right it's good shit well that's that wraps up the show jay just one last thing to say before we <laughs> can finish recording okay a quote by philip k dick if you think Ooh, this universe good. is bad you should see some of the others that's good <laughs> that's a good one and with that we will leave you 
Have a great week, everyone. Whatever you're doing, whenever this goes out. I don't know when it's going to go out. Jay, thank you as always. And we will catch you hopefully very soon with more gaming goodness. Until then, bye. Bye Bye-bye. We did it.